I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the Value Factory. And welcome everybody to another episode of the value pack every time I say this it ends up not being true But this is likely going to be a shorter episode today as there's just not a lot to talk about And also I have a very busy Sunday ahead of me and there's a loud ass motorcycle Right when we start the fucking podcast Jesus fucking Christ uh, but first, I want to thank. Actually, first, let me address uh, Nash. He's not here. He is uh, busy doing IRL things. Uh, I think he's on vacation. I'm not sure exactly what's going on. But uh, yeah, so he won't be joining us. So uh, no Maywa to harass. So I don't know how Frosty is going to. He might use me as an outlet for his rage. He might use chat. I don't know. He doesn't have the Maywa to bully. So I guess we're, uh, we're going to find out how that goes. Anyway, I want to thank our patrons, Badriana, Infrax, Hawaiian, Auscultation, I Karen, Justicar, I Has Issues, Jeremy Johnson, Calad, Lord Carrot, Manite, Minari, Oponism, Slytech, and Talus Acceptum. Thank you guys so much, and everybody else who supports us on Patreon. You guys are fucking awesome. We thank you so much. And let's get into the show, which is uh, kind of lame. Not a lot going on right now, which there might be a reason for that, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. So what's the, what's the first thing we got? Are we going straight into right. Global Labs first? Yeah, let's just go into Global Labs, because that's what happened, you know? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, got... that's how lame of a patch this is. We're going into Global Labs first. Immediately, dude. Jesus immediately. <laughs> well, we didn't really get much. I think it's going to be slow until probably for the rest of the year outside of, like, events. Um, we're going to get, yeah. although we'll have, we'll have stuff to talk about next week because the event is coming up this week. Um, on the 12th, which is Saturday, right before we do our podcast. So Friday night, I think our, like for Americans, Friday, late Friday night is going to be the, the Calpheon banquet. So we'll have something to talk about on the 13th for sure. But outside of that, there's not going to be much in patches, I guess. Um, okay, so yeah. let, me, let me grab this link. So we just have this playing in the background. And credit to uh, Kimo, who plays uh, on the KR server. He's, he re-rolls a lot. He's a Kuno and a Hashishin and a Lawn. He's a man after my own heart. Um, but here's a core skill video. Oh, so we're starting with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The intern strikes again, dude. The intern strikes again. So, um... This guy put together a video. So on Global Labs, they're gonna add a new animation, a different animation color for all of the core skills. Uh, so that way you can differentiate when one is being used and one is not being used. Uh, and it looks like the color they went with is a gold with a little bit of a black hue. Um, they look, on some of the classes, they look really fucking cool. On other classes, really hard to tell the difference. Um, so if you can see the video here, the original colors on the left and then the bond skill version or the core skills on the right um yeah it's like gold and black but it looks really cool and uh i i get it's it's pretty helpful right Rizzler? yeah i mean for some of the classes it literally doesn't change the fucking animations at all uh, i think the worst offenders are archer and valkyrie probably because their skill effects are already just all fucking yellow so yeah. it doesn't really like it doesn't it looks the exact same even as an archer myself 
I'm looking at the skill trying to see the difference, and I, I am barely noticing a thing. So, yeah, uh, if you have uh, watched the show maybe a couple weeks back, we talked about with the core skills, I think whenever they first released on, on KR, that it would be nice for these core skills to have uh, different like animations or effects, whatever, so that you could tell that they were the core skill, and then you could uh, adjust your playstyle accordingly. We, we mentioned this on the podcast like a month or two ago. And so they're doing it. The intern strikes again. And uh, yeah, it's a good thing, but I feel like they could have done a little bit better. I don't know. Uh, we were talking about this before the podcast and we were trying to figure out like what color would work. I think the only one that I can think of would be like white, maybe, because I think the only character with like white uh, skill effects is like Succession Valk, like you were saying. I can't yeah. think of any any other class that has white skill effects. So maybe white would work. Um, and then you brought up the idea of just doing the inverse of whatever color the class normally uses. So like Warrior has a lot of like reds. So you could maybe do like blues, you know. I want to um, point know. out real quick on the first Zerker skill, which I forget that it's the one that the punchy one in front of them that I think Blast gets forward guard. Um, in this skill, if you look at the difference from left to right, the only real difference in the animation is the the black. If you look for the black sparks. Yeah. Since Zerker's another one of the classes yellow. where it's, it, it's kind of hard to see. Like, there's not really that much of a difference because it's explosions. Like, yellow is a, is a very prominent color palette whenever you're dealing with a bunch of explosions. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What, uh... What do you think? I mean, what what do you think they should do? Just leave it as is and say sorry if you're fighting an archer, like you're just going to have to figure <laughs> it out yourself. You know, or I mean, what? I mean, I I I would like for them to make them more obvious for the class that already have yellow or gold animations for sure. Um but I I don't the other thing is I, I have to go on Global Labs and see what it looks like cuz I've really only seen the remastered versions. I feel like it's probably harder to tell when it's not remastered, but maybe not. I don't know. It depends how much black is like actually in there. But um, I mean, I think it's cool overall. They like they look nice on the classes where it's actually different. Uh, but yeah, Archer, yeah. Archer in particular is like probably the worst, and then Valkyrie also is very hard to tell the difference. Zerker, yeah, they... Zerker, you know they're using ground lifting, so you feel safe, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I haven't talked to any Awakened Zerkers since Core Skills came out. I have no idea what everyone's using. But, um... Yeah. Fuck, I lost what I was gonna say. Uh... Oh, the, um... Dude, the... Fucking Gravedigger. The Core Gravedigger. The, like, yellow Gravedigger. It looks so good. Like, on the skills where it's normally a different color, and now it's the yellow. It, like, looks really, really good. It looks and so really. Cool. It, yeah, and really fucking like um and like like uh different and stands out, which is exactly what they were trying to do, which is exactly why they need to change the classes that it does not stand out <laughs> and look very different and obviously uh, like a core skill. It kind of makes me sad that this color change is wasted on the core skills and not like skins that we can buy for our abilities. Yeah. I think we said that like years ago, didn't we? Like yeah. why can we not change the effects on our on our skills? Like on a balance level, 
maybe I can kind of understand it, but, like, come on, that would be so... I would totally be willing to drop, like, $10 to change, like, the effects on some of my skills. That'd be dope as fuck. Yeah, dude, like, Ninja... I've never really liked the, like, the salmon color of Ninja's skills, but the yellow looks really sick on Ninja. Dude, Katana and Serpent look really cool on Ninja. Like, I would pay, yeah. I would, yeah, I would gladly pay to have these colors. Or, like, a different color, blue or purple or whatever. Yeah, chroma skins. Exactly. Just change my, my skill animations. Dude, on, oh my god, Kuno's also, like, really hard to tell. You have to look for the black on the Kuno ones. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. There's probably, like, you could argue that there's maybe some balance reason. You know, you don't want to... You want your skills to be very distinct in, like, large scale and stuff, I guess. I don't know. There's probably some argument against it, but I just think it would be really cool and really be a big part of um, Dude, look character at, customization. Look at... Alright, so Bolide looks amazing with the yellow. Also, look at Chilling yeah. Wave, dude. Chilling Wave looks so cool with the gold in the water. Yeah, Bolide looks really good. I, like, all of the skills where it's very, very, like, heavily colored, and it's, you know, changing from one color to the to the yellow color, it looks so good. So, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the solution is. Um, I think... I think the problem with like adding like more black to things is that that's your BSR skills is all black. You know what I'm saying? Well, the like, BSR that, also has already... the red little sparks too. That is true. That is true. But like black is pr arguably more prominent than the red. So uh, I don't know. I I don't know, man. I I think you either just make it white or. I do think it would be really interesting to see, like, the inverse, like, colors of what the skills normally are. Like, that could actually be... I really like that idea. I know that's probably a lot of work, but I, I actually do really like that idea. That could be cool. Is them hitting the paint bucket and color all blue a lot of work? Dude, the, the thing is, is they're <laughs> going to make Gravedigger blue, and then Lara and fucking Heidel is going to be, like, seven feet tall, because that's the coding in this fucking game. Yeah. So... Gravedigger will be know. blue, but for some reason the bound on it doesn't actually work anymore. Uh, I just got a title called Seductive. Nice. It's probably because they can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the seven, seven foot tall Lara was such a good idea that they just handed me that idea. Or that title, rather. Yeah. That's, that's a weird title to get here at Ahib. I'm grinding Thornwood Forest, and that's apparently where you get it. That's kind of a weird title for this place, but sure, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I again, like this is the very thing that we said they should do like months ago. So it's a good idea, obviously, because it's our idea. But um, just need some, <laughs> oh, God. some clarification. Yeah, I mean, it was an obvious. I, I'm not gonna be like we were the first ones to come up with it, or we were the only ones to come up with it. Like literally. Anyone looking at the core skills, you know, came up with the same fucking idea. Like, hey, maybe they should, you know, differentiate these somehow. You know, maybe it's animations, maybe it's fucking effects, whatever. But Dude, yeah. On lawn, they look really cool. Oh boy, here we go. He's going to reroll the lawn as soon as this patch comes Dude, out. <laughs> if I reroll because of core skills color change, that's sad. And it's actually really, really possible. <laughs> Oh my I god, dude. They look so sick, dude. <laughs> oh.
Um, you know, I wonder what they look like with animations completely off, if you can differentiate. That's kind of... Probably not. Mind. Dude, the fucking shifty bloom, full bloom, like literally has an. I cannot tell. I'm looking really hard. I did not see. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, it's bad. I don't it's, see it's any really difference bad. in shifty. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's got to be. There's got to be some other way. Some other way to do it. I don't know. Like, I'm sure they have a fucking. You know, they they know better than us, the players, exactly what colors are used in what classes. They could probably find, like, oh, Cyan isn't used in any class or some shit like that, you know? Yeah. So maybe they can figure it out, but ye I, yellow is not the answer. Uh, at least not for every class. Again, if you want to do it for some classes and then not for others, maybe that's the answer. Maybe you just change it on fucking... Maybe you just change it to a different color on the classes that yellow doesn't really work for. Yeah, and so yellow, yellow could be, colors. like, the Scion, like, a, like Ranger's animation colors yeah that would be cool i don't know i don't know what the answer is but this is close but it needs some tweaking hopefully they tweak it a little bit and uh then we'll be we'll be looking good i think i think everybody can be happy with that as long as they're able to properly differentiate between the core skills because i know that was a big issue you know the funny did you thing think, did, do you think now that we've been fighting with core skills for a while let's actually revisit this thing because this was a big thing that people talked about whenever they first got announced do you feel like not being able to tell which core skill they have immediately in a fight is a hindrance to you fighting against that person mm, no i mean <sighs> hold on first i want to get this thought out before i forget it it, it is funny that they chose yellow because like when you watch through this video that uh, Kimo posted on his YouTube, it's like most of the classes have yellow. Like that's the most common one is yellow. Like Hashishin, Archer, Kuno, Valkyrie, Zerker. Um, what? What else? It, it's like kind of it's prominent as fuck. Even like the Moose is like relatively close. Striker is relatively close. To yellow mm -hmm. it's kind of funny like yellow is like the most common one i don't know why they chose yellow oh my god um yeah i don't know i don't think that that's made a difference for me to be honest like i don't think so either here's the thing is is when you are because because you're also worried about damage so generally when you're using your abilities and you're trying to catch someone in a cc you're trying to avoid being hit by anything anyway so it's not like you're like well he's probably gonna katana right here i can just take that to the face and i should be fine and then you get floated like ah it has float on it i wish i would have known like normally you're like you're either in super armor forward guard or iframe as much as you can be anyway so it's not that big a deal but i do think like once you get cc'd by something you're looking for it a little bit more so it'll be nice that you can see it the first time they use it without being cc'd right off the bat potentially yeah um, i mean i'm not saying like i'm not saying like don't make this change but i'm just pointing out like i don't think that there's been a huge influx of like whoa i'm getting caught so much more because of these core skills that i can't tell the difference from like that has not been the case at all i'm 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 getting caught exactly as much as i was before which is about 90 percent of the time because i'm a trash player so <laughs> dude do do you think that it's changed the power of any of these classes like are any of them 
at least in your experience, you feel like, God damn, like that's actually super strong with that skill and you're noticing it? Um, I mean, the thing is, is that like, I can only really talk about my experience and like, so Archer with Radiant has been insane in large scale. In 1v1s, I've been kind of rotating between uh, Radiant and Uproot. And it's kind of like, I don't know, they're they're both like pretty useful. But uh, Radiant and fucking large scale, man. Like, I get so many CCs with that ability now. It's actually insane how many CCs I get with it. So, definite difference in large scale for Archer. Um, as far as, like, 1v1s and stuff, I haven't really noticed, like, a huge power spike in anyone in particular. All the classes that were strong before are still strong. All the classes that were kind of on the weaker side are still weak. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. So, for me, like, in 1v1s, I do notice that I'm changing depending on what I'm against a lot. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think of a good example for Ninja, and, and good ninjas are going to hate me f for these examples, so I, I apologize ahead of time. But, like, I think generally a lot of the ninjas really like Katana Shower just because it's one of those, you don't really have to think about it, it's completely safe to throw out, and it's an AoE float. But against, if I'm 1v1ing against an Archer, I actually kind of prefer Murderous Intent, so that way that that mobility is safe while they're pelting me with shit while I'm chasing them around. Yeah. So I, yeah. I noticed the other day when I was like, I was like, God, like the Katana Shower Float's not really helping me against this archer. So I switched to murder and it feels a lot better. Like there's like individual cases where things are better. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Seeing like against an Awakened Ninja is one of those places where I would probably take Uproot instead of Radiant so that I can try and kite a little bit better. Like, whenever the ninja closes the distance on me, I can use that uh, SA uproot. So, yeah, it's just kind of figuring it out. But I, I haven't really noticed a huge difference in the strength of, of any of the classes, honestly. But um. I, I still think it's a good change, honestly. Like, especially, I, I honestly think the biggest thing is for large scale, honestly. Like, giving each class another, like, you know, protected CC in large scale is kind of a huge thing. There are a lot of classes that have, like, their bond skills, like, oh my god, this is awesome. Or their core skill, like, um, Ninja's Katana Float, um, Radiant and Uproot feel really good. Like, immediately, you're like, this is awesome. Um, Cleansing Flame on Guardian feels really cool. Um, why, why, why didn't we get bond skills? What's up with that name change? I don't know. We also didn't get Jin skills. We got Absolutes. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. What's what's the deal with that? It's kind of weird. I kind of liked it better when it was bond skills. Um, but some of the classes don't, and I don't want to make this a Kuno complaining fest, but I'll, I'll name other classes too. Like Zerker, I feel like Zerkers are cool, but you're not like, oh man, this is crazy. This feels really, really good now. Maybe it does, but it it, it doesn't seem like that. And like none of the Kuno ones are just like, holy shit like this kind of changes the matchups and helps me so much like no i'm like dude I, when i was fighting a ninja the other day on awaken kuno i'm like yeah dude none of these really help me that much like i i don't have like the katana float i need a katana float <clears throat> um i think there's a few like that there's a few classes that i i hope that they go back and relook at their bond skills and feel and i'm like well some of these aren't really that good maybe we should change something what? I don't know specifically, but yeah. 
I think it'd be interesting because some of them feel really good and that's cool because it makes the class feel really fun. But some of them are just like, eh, this doesn't really do that much for me at all. Yeah, I mean, here's the hoping that they don't go the way of absolutes and rebombs where they just like leave them completely untouched for two plus years and then go, hey, this is a thing that we kind of forgot about. Let's do something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they are fun on the other on every other class. <laughs> I couldn't, dude. I'm just like, it's like between Wheel Wrath and dude. The Lunar Dash one's like not even good, which is sad. I I don't know, but on on Ninja like Katana Serpent and Murder all feel really good, and for different situations. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Whatever it is what it is, but it hasn't changed that much. Like, I mean, large scale basically. I know there's a lot more ninjas and stuff in RBF and Sorks because they have the fully protected CC and Awakening now, but large skill has not changed. There's no bond skill that has changed the balance of power over there. Nor will there yep. ever be. And that's alright. Apparently that's okay. Um, Alright, moving on. So core skills are new animations. It's kind of cool. We'll be able to see what's different. What they're using. You did, randomly yesterday I was fighting an archer and I was not expecting this at all. I was I was expecting uproot, maybe radiant was like in the back of my head, but I didn't even really think about that. But this dude bound me with spear and I was thrown way off. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> spear? I was like, I was not oh, expecting no. this, right? Because like spear is kind of like a lot of people use it as a bait. So I was like, I saw him like wind up and then I dove in and I got bound by it. And I was like, oh shit. I didn't even consider spear. Now I'll be able to see it. It'll have some black and I'll know. I would have known ahead of time, you know, because he already used it like three times. I would have known. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have dove into my death like a fool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, another grind spot got added to the Hadoom server. Um, this one is Bloody Monastery. Um, they have a new mechanic. If you defeat a fanatic at Bloody Monastery encroached in Hadoom's realm, you can get a red bell item as a loot with certain probability. Use the red bell item to attract the attention of nearby fanatics. At Hadoom's Bloody Monastery, after a certain period of time, fanatics gather inside um, the Bloody Monastery for a secret ritual. Muskin will appear inside the monastery when fanatics complete all of the rituals. If you kill all of the martyr fanatic shaman who are performing the secret ritual and force the ritual to stop, then Angry Muskin will appear. Additional rewards can be obtained by defeating Angry Muskin, and then the loot is not yet set and may change later. So... It sounds like over a period of time, these guys start worshiping Muskin. The picture looks creepy, by the way. Like Muskin's sitting on his throne with all these guys mm -hmm. in the red power. Normal Muskin will appear after they finish the ritual. If you kill them all, then Angry Muskin will appear. And Angry Muskin will give you better loot than the normal Muskin. So that's kind of cool. It's a fun little mechanic. Um, that's kind of it. That's, I believe that's the eighth or ninth spot. They still haven't done Calpheon, but these are all all the Serendia, almost all the Serendia spots are done, or it's getting close. So, maybe we'll get this soon. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Maybe we'll get an yeah, announcement when this comes I'm out. A, I'm gonna press X to doubt on that one, fam. Uh, we probably won't be seeing that for a while. I wonder when KR is gonna see it, though. When's the <sighs> probably two months. No, one month. 
Nah, two months. Uh, yeah, two months. I'm going to guess two months for KR. I'm going to guess probably eight to ten months for us. <laughs> yeah. Localization, you know, takes a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're all new mobs and, you know, all new rules. For sure, that makes sense. Um, I have a feeling they're going to announce it for KR at this thing, TBH. The fucking high dull ball. They're probably going to be like, ooh, KR, you're getting the Hadoom server, and NAEU, you're getting Thornwood or something like that, you know? Yeah, you're getting... KR already getting, have that? Well, no, no, they're going to do the... Uh, oh, and we, we've decided to give North America... We decided to speed it up. You guys are going to get the Odalita scrolls. Congratulations. Yeah. And horse racing. Got something for everybody. Yeah. Pretty much. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, so the Hadoom server, are are you excited about this server at all? Are you gonna be able to grind here? Because I was thinking about <clears throat> all of these spots, like only one or two people are gonna be able to be at all the spots outside of like the party spots. Only one group. Maybe two. Like My question, like, I don't think I even have the gear to grind there. Don't you need like a bunch of gear? Yeah, and some of the spots, but some of them are lower. Some of them only require like 250 or 260 AP. But a lot of them are high, but some of them aren't like that bad. And you have mm. a Tet Black Star now, so. Yeah, that makes all the difference. <laughs> yeah, you're basically going to be one-shotting all the mobs. Yeah, ignore the fact that I'm 311 DP with Kudum on my Zerker. <laughs> wow, are you wearing Oasis something? How are you 311 <laughs> with Kudum, dude? No, just full fucking full tet boss, man. Who needs armor? I'm an archer. That's why I'm getting a second set of shit for my Zerker, so that he can have his uh his own gear. Dude. Wait, what do you what do you mean a second? Why don't you just tag? I am tagged right now, but it's inconvenient. <clears throat> why why? Why is it inconvenient? Uh, be, one, because there's other classes that I want to play, but I kind of can't untag my Zerker because it's the only way I make money. Um, and then two, the gear doesn't make sense. I, I require two entirely different gear sets for my, my two classes, for Archer and Zerker. Because I don't give a shit about DP on Archer. I'm full fucking glass cannon. I, I don't really care about DP. Um, but on Zerker, I have to care about DP, especially if I want to grind at higher grind spots. So, basically, me trying to do this wonk-ass hybrid thing, where, like, I kind of can, like, get the best of both worlds, Hannah Montana, it's, like, really annoying and inconvenient, and so I decided, fuck it, I'm just gonna do my, a second thing for my Zerker. And then I'll be able to tag all the other classes that I want to PvP on, like Wizard. But not succession. Well, I'm trying to figure out what, like, what is the gear difference that you can't have on Zerker that you do have on Archer, or vice versa? How do they so, not just go together? So here's here's my thought process. I don't want I want AP upgrades on my Archer, but I need DP upgrades on my Zerker, right? Okay. But. DP doesn't really like I know you're gonna say that I'm not right about this, but I don't care. This is just my mindset. DP does not help me in any way, shape, or form on Archer. Right. Um That's fine. Especially since we're on T ones, right? <laughs> Gears capped. I'm already at the gear cap. So right. really my thought process is I'm just gonna fucking 
focus on like PVE stuff, right? I'm gonna get which I already told you I was planning on getting full Black Star, but getting full Black Star for my archer doesn't really make a lot of sense, anyways, because that's PVE gear. I PVP on Archer. So I don't know. It's just a bunch of different things that I kind of talked myself into into doing so, this. Also, my necklace broke. Uh, the fuck? If you upgrade your Zerker's gear though while they're tagged, it, it benefits both of them no matter what you do. I well, don't no, no, no. I no, I'm getting a second set of gear. That's what I'm saying. I know, but how is that like I feel like that's gonna just take way longer than just upgrading your main set so you could use it on all your characters, isn't it? But then I can't use it on all my characters. And also, I am I would be getting this either weird-ass hybrid set or just a full PvE set instead of just getting, uh, like, PvP gear. This just in, everybody. Resdar is playing a completely different MMO than we are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically, I'm doing something very stupid, and that doesn't make a lot of sense. But, uh, yeah, it's what I want to do. It just makes sense to me. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to make sense to anyone else, probably because it's a stupid decision. But uh, yeah, that's just kind of what I've decided I'm gonna do. It started with the Tet Black Star. Whenever the next season comes out, I'm gonna turn that into uh, an axe with coupons, and then work on. Uh, I'm gonna start working here relatively soon on uh, a Penzarka for my archer. Cindy says full PvE armor is fine when you're DP capped on T1. Full PvE armor. Huh? I feel like your setup like just works for all your classes if you just do it on one. I mean, it could if I wanted to, but like I said, it doesn't make sense. I just want to see you progress, man, you know? I just feel I, like you, eventually. I am progressing. I just got Ted Blackstar. Well, Hello? yeah, no, that's that's awesome. But now I see you're you're spiraling down this path. Like you're doing, you're you're going down like the BDO equivalent of um, like you're only snorting meth. You're not shooting it, so it's not that bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just telling you as a friend how I feel. You know, I'm trying to save you from yourself. Listen, man. I'm grinding, I'm making money. This is like the most motivated I've been in fucking years to actually like play this fucking game. Mm -hmm. So let me do me. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> All right. Listen, I've already acknowledged that it's stupid and it doesn't make sense. What else do you want from me? <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Moving on. Uh so uh let's see. Family inventory improvements. They added a Aliens tears, aliens blessings, carrots and acacia leaves for your mountain recovery. They still, as far as I'm aware, are not allowing you to put potions in there, which is crazy. Um item drop scroll improvements. Um a pop-up window. Eh, they just it's like minor little change, whatever. Alright, new guild chat. You ready? Officer chat is being added. So in all those in those few guilds, those one or two guilds where they don't just make everybody an officer instantly, um, officers, assistant GMs, and GMs will be able to talk in-game in a chat that only they can see. Why? For officer chat. For people that don't want to use Discord or have to switch to Discord to say something. 
I guess. Who doesn't who doesn't have Discord? I mean, are they going to base their game on Discord or just add these features? You know, it's a simple little feature. It's who fine. asked for this? Probably everybody. It's kind of weird that they didn't have it from launch. This is about four years too late. Yeah, you mean back when Discord didn't exist and everyone was using TeamSpeak and actually wanted a place where they could actually talk amongst themselves? I agree that this feature would have been useful four years ago. It is no longer useful. Yeah, dude, Rezzo's a hater. Um, this, is a ni <laughs> this is a nice little feature to talk shit about people that are not officer yet. It's a great way to just LOL, this guy's a moron. You know what I mean? Like type those little comments when someone's complaining about their grind spot. Can you deck on these guys? They've been griefing me for hours. And then in officer chat, you can type this guy again. What should we do? Kick or deck? Thoughts? Yeah, and then you and then you realize that you accidentally typed that in normal guild chat instead of the officer exactly. guild chat. Exactly! That's what we need, dude! We need this. This allows <laughs> slip-ups to be more possible. <laughs> I like it. Um, the automatic yeah, see, I'm a, yeah. I, dude. I'm with Dowser in your chat, dude. That's cute and all, but nerf wizard win. That's what I'm saying, bro. Who asked for this? No oh one. They're fucking wizard, dude. Those two things are so unrelated. The guy that's developing this chat is not on the balance team. No, but they could fire the guy who developed this and then hire someone else to be put on the balance <laughs> He's team. He's fired. Like, look what I came up with, boss. You're fucking fired. Get out of here. Like that's oh my I've never god! Understood, I've never understood that argument. Like people use the same argument in League all the time. They're like, the people making the skins don't also balance the game. No, but the company that is hiring and paying the people to make skins could instead use that money to help balance the fucking game. The money of the company is what needs to be delegated properly. But that's like, not. But the. Ugh. But yeah. But the misconception is that money is the reason why wizards not being balanced. They, it's not like their budget doesn't allow for wizard balance to change. It's literally they're choosing not to do it. So firing this UI guy is not going to change anything about wizard or witch balance. <laughs> well, first of all, that's not the UI guy. Okay, the UI guy was working on the new skill window this whole time. Okay, totally different person. That is, it's a different guy, dude. It's. I'm I'm just imagining this poor guy if this is the intern imagine this guy who made this chat is the intern in our chat that's been helping us and he hears you say <laughs> that his idea should get him fired because it didn't affect Wizwitch. Uh, let's be honest it's probably not his idea it's, it's probably some fucking higher ups thing that he's just being forced to implement in all honesty this is probably something that took no time at all like very little amount of time for like one or two devs to just put in that, like some higher up just wanted for no fucking reason. Like, they should. Like, oh, wouldn't that be a cool idea? On these changes in global labs, they should put a parenthesis like for people that are asking for stuff. Like in this, it's like um, a new chat option for guild leader, guild advisor, and guild officer has been added. In parentheses, we were considering removing protection from Voltaic Pulse, but that's on hold for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be sick, dude. That way we know what we're missing when they, whenever they add stuff, like what would have been added if they could have just focused, but our incessant complaining is ruining the game. Um, Alright, mo moving on. Um, new horse race stuff. We still don't have it in the game, so these changes are all just... Um, 
I don't know, perfecting it. So when we get it, it'll be absolutely perfect and everybody loves it. Um, automatic mount skill improvements. So you, uh, a couple weeks ago, they added so you can sp sprint on different mounts, auto path sprint. And now they changed the riding crop to increase the sprint speed during horse auto move by 20% if you have the Manos one, 10% if it's Logia, and 15% if you have Izura. So you can be uh, autopathing really fast now. Yeah, but I, so I read something the other day that I don't know if it's true. Uh, maybe you can confirm or deny for me, but apparently you have to be like artisan in training to be able to use AFK or skills. Um, you know if that's so true? it says here you can use skills automatically during automatic movement only when the character's training level is artisan level one or higher. Dead content on arrival, great. I don't. It's not that hard to get to artisan one, dude. Get artisan one on your main character. You just, you know, all those stupid T8s they keep giving us the level one for random boxes and shit. Just level those up, AFK. <laughs> get artisan <laughs> one. Yeah, dude. Easy peasy. I don't know. It just seems like such a weird, like, stipulation to put on it, though, because it's like I don't know. It's so weird how it's like, it's just high enough to be a nuisance, but it's like not high enough to make it be like this rare thing that like you actually like if you're a horse trainer, you get some like you're the person specifically benefiting out of it. I don't know. It's just such a weird thing to do. Does that not seem weird? Like why? Why that change? Explain to me why that change needed to happen. I'm trying to understand why. To motivate you to, to level up your horse training because it's fun and interactive. It's something you haven't tried. <laughs> no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Dude, go out there and ca can you, do you get level experience from horse, like catching and killing horses or whatever? Like out in the wild, like if I rope. Killing and horses? You, you can level up, fun fact, you can level up your horses, your horse training from uh, killing horses. <laughs> well, I mean, like if you, if you rope and sugar a horse, do you, you get, Horse training EXP for that, right? I assume, I assume. you would. I, I don't right. know for sure, but I assume you would. Yeah, so that is that is really fun and interactive, and you should participate in that. That's all they're saying. Is it, though? Because here's the thing. I've been horse training for a while now, and it's not really fun or interactive. You don't really, it's basically, really don't think so? It's basically just as boring and monotonous as any other life skill in this game, in all honesty. And that can't be true. Um, cause you feel like you feel the wind in your hair when you're out there with the rope and the sugar. Like it feels so. It's I. I don't hold, know. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. I do because of my fans, but I don't know how you're feeling the wind in your hair, bro. <laughs> poor those poor horses out there. Hey, horse, get over here. Like Rezar can't catch a horse because his fans are too fucking loud. They always hear it and just run away. They just sprint away, dude. Oh, oh fuck oh my god dude yeah so anyway yeah, I, I don't know it just seems like a really I'm trying to understand why it just seems so weird and random yeah I mean I don't know like, how I, maybe put it at like I, I, so I'm trying to get behind the reason that they would want to do this right and the only thing I can come up with in my head is that they want people to like do a little bit of horse catching and do a little bit of horse training in hopes that maybe they'll find it entertaining. 
which is a reason I can understand. But then why do you have to put it an artisan? Like artisans really fucking high, man. Well, that's it, my like, question. I, I'm curious, like if there's any horse trainers out there, like how hard is it to get to artisan one? Cause I, I actually have no concept of it. I have not really yeah. done any horse training. So I don't know how far artisan one is. How many nights of AFK training the, the, the T8s that they keep throwing at us is getting to, to artisan one to use the AFK horse skills. That's that's really should be the question because artisan seems like rather high, honestly. So but saying, I mean, maybe it's not. I don't know. People are saying master takes two weeks, artisan takes about a week. Everyone's a week? saying artisan's a joke. It's easy. So it, that's a week of just AFK riding your horse at night. I mean, that's not bad. Then you're just losing a week of like processing or fishing or whatever other like AFK thing you normally See, do. See, now I'm excited because I ha I do have all those stupid level one tier eight that i can actually level one up maybe i can sell it at level 30 and get my uh artisan one at the same time the problem is i'll have to do it on two characters because the tag system you know you're going to be afk training for a lot of weeks to get all your tag characters set up yeah that that does kind of suck doesn't it i'm probably artisan on my life skiller already but i am gonna have to do it on both my zerker and my archer if i want to be able to use the skills fuck man Dude, I, I do wish. Oh, hold on. I, I got to use the restroom. I actually do have bigger news that we got to talk about, but uh, I got to. This is an emergency. Pee. Be right back. What a cliffhanger to just leave us on. There, there's something bigger to talk about, but you're going to have to wait until I get back from this bathroom break to find out. Yeah, I don't know. I Listen, I think the AFK horse skills are really cool. And I'm glad that they're implementing them into the game. Any way to let me get across the world faster without like having to physically sprint, I'm 100% down for. But I, I'm just trying to get in the headspace of like why they would have made this change. And I, I don't really understand it. And that's the only thing I, I'm, I'm really trying to like... I just don't really get it, I suppose. I don't know. Maybe I'm the odd one out. Maybe everyone else gets it, but I, I just don't understand. Like, either... Put it at, like, such a laughably low level that, like, somebody catches three horses and then levels up one to level 15. And it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. I, I know what horse training is like. Thank you for showing me. Or put it at such a high thing where it's like, hey, this is like an achievement. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I'm trying to say. I don't really get, they kind of put it at, like, this weird place in the middle. Or, like, it's just enough work to kind of be a little bit of a nuisance, but not enough to make you feel like, oh, yeah, I got my AFK horse skills. I don't know. Kind of weird. Right. I'm, I'm just trying to get in the headspace of why they made the change. I can't fairly figure it out. So what is you know this all-important change that you had to leave on a cliffhanger for it, us? First of all, it's because it's a buff. Like, you're going to be able to move a lot faster. So you put in one yeah. week of work, and now you're just buffed. Uh, yeah. That's what I was saying before before you uh, you know had to do your emergency. I said that I, I like the horse skills, like the AFK emergency. horse skills. Anything, any anything that helps me get around the world faster, you know, without actively having to drift insta, I'm a hundred percent down for. So But like this right. this yeah. was something that was tacked on. Right? That that's another part of my confusion is they added AFK horse skills and then they said, Oh, by the way. Right. You need artisan training. It's like, well, okay, yeah. I guess. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. Um, okay, so 
I had a thought on the horse thing. Okay. But Hit me I, with it. But now I lost it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's... You were uh, the worst? That you're... Oh my god. Well, I forgot the horse. I remember the big news, but I, I forgot what I was going to say about this horse thing. Um, oh, okay. The horse is not the big news. Okay, no, the horse big news is, is not the big news. I, I forgot what I was going to say about the horse thing. Here's, here's the big news. So first of all... Um, one thing that's kind of important is uh, that doesn't happen often, but occasionally KR gets something that doesn't happen on Global Labs or on our server or in an announcement. And that happened this week. And this is super rare that this happens, but it happened. So KR got a change to the Marnie tag system where they can spend pearls or silver on a no. different type of Marnie fuel to individually add items to characters that are already tagged. So, for example, like in my situation, I'm, I'm saving up for a pen accessory, right? But I'm not going to make the pen accessory. So when I get it, it's not going to reflect on my tagged character and I'm going to have to swap them back and forth. I'm going to have to put it in storage and take it out if I want to use it. But with this new system... I'll be able to add that Tungrat accessory to my gear for a cost. Now, the problem is, is it doesn't say if there's a silver amount tied to it. It only shows a pearl cost. And I don't know what the pearl cost is because their pearls are a different amount. So I'd have to have someone that knows how much this is. But basically, the refined Marnie's fuel, which is different from the normal unstable Marnie's fuel that we have, is 200 pearls for them. And it looks like their costume sets, their normal costume sets are like 450 pearls. So like maybe 1200 pearls for us, something like that. Um, but here's how it's described. It says the item purified Marnie's fuel and I'm pretty sure that's just a, um, a mistranslation. It's either purified or refined, but I'm pretty sure it's the same and Google's just making it difficult for us. Um, that can be transferred individually to only one item you want has been added. For individual transfer, you must first transfer all items through Marnie's suspicious device in order to transfer. So, you know, you do your normal transfer. If you want to add just a normal item like a um, an accessory or an armor, I think you only need the refined fuel. But if you want to add a weapon, you need the refined fuel plus fuel normal fuel equal to the market cost. So if, for example, you have... Zarka, Dandy, and Kudum on your tag character, but you're like, fuck, I really wanted my Nuver as well. I'm pretty sure you can pay um, the market cost for that tag, 3% or whatever, with Marnie Fuel, and use a refined fuel to also add a Kudum. So there you go. You heard it here first. Probably not. You probably heard it elsewhere, but it's an interesting thing. The other thing that's crazy is it's not actually in their patch notes. It's only in their Pearl Shop update for last Wednesday. So your thoughts on this, Rezar? Um, I guess two things. Thought, thoughts on A, being able to add items, and B, that it potentially is only going to be if you pay real money. Fuck this company. Fuck this company, bro. I hope this game fucking burns, dude. Like, actually, you're telling me that basically what they did is they took something that should have just been a part of the original function of the shit, and then they fucking monetize it. They force you to pay actual money for it. Fuck this fucking company, dude. That is the most egregious 
ridiculous fucking money-grubbing tactic I think I have ever seen since uh, at least since fucking EA's goddamn Battlefront. That is fucking ridiculous. Are you kidding me? That better you better be able to buy that with silver. Is all I got to say. If you make it available for pearls and silver, fine. You know, let the wills have a little bit easier of a time. If it's only available through fucking pearls, that's fucking ridiculous. The fact that they took this thing that should have just been a part of the system. It literally should have just been a part of the fucking system. And they're like, hey, by the way, uh, yeah, you're going to have to pay extra money for this. It's ugh, fucking infuriating. Absolutely fucking infuriating. It's the equivalent of those games that like sell you the game. And then there's DLC that comes out at the same time that the game comes out. And it's like, well, why didn't you just make that a part of the game? Well, no, it's DLC. Right, but why is it DLC? Why is it not just part of the fucking game? Uh, because we want the extra $20. Jesus fucking Christ, man. This company. As if they don't make enough money off of fucking NAEU buying costumes. They don't make enough money off of fucking Black Desert Mobile. No, they got a penny pinch over shit that should just be a part of the fucking game. It better be available for silver, man. It better be. That's fucking ridiculous. So I'm, I'm taking it you don't like this. I mean, it's <laughs> we literally talked about this whenever the tag system first, like, was talked about and then came out. We said, like, hey, this needs to be a thing. Like, if you're going to have this, like, system in which you copy gear, this needs to be an aspect of it. We literally talked about it on this show. And then the intern took what we said, took it to the higher-ups, and the higher-ups were like, hey, wait a second, we can monetize this. Fucking pieces of shit. Okay, so what if... What if what about the argument you this already is in game for silver by just untagging and retagging? But you need to be like I don't understand why you can't just do one piece. Like that's the whole point of it. Right? It's the whole point of and I know like people love to all oh, pay to convenience. Like that's this is the this is the most egregious pay to convenience thing I've ever seen. Instead of just making the system convenient because you know that would be the good thing to do you come out with a system you make it convenient what the players want it to be you come out with a system intentionally make it inconvenient and then sell the fix for actual fucking money but no one's going to be upset about this of course no one's going to be upset that they literally made something that is inconvenient and are selling the convenient part of it like <laughs> jesus yeah, I mean christ man you have a you have a fair point. I think that um, the untag retag thing doesn't really work if you have two offhands on your character. Is the thing if you use like a pen neuter and a pen kudum, untagging retagging doesn't really fix your problem because you can't. You still won't be able to, you know, add that shit. So, yeah. Um, I don't. <sighs> I don't know for sure if there, if it's going to cost silver or not. I don't find this that bad because it's not it's it's not something we really need. So I'm not like as upset about it. But it will be annoying if it's pearls only. I think it's kind of lame. Um, but this is not worse than a uh, ghillie suit, is it, Reslar? In terms of what? Frustration. 
the only thing frustrating about the ghillie suit is the fact that it works in RBF. I've never understood that. Why does ghillie suits work in RBF? It's literally your competitive game mode. Um, I don't know. That's always been weird to me. I mean, I agree that you should be able to pay 200 extra pearls to make it work in Node War as well. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they did some shit like that at this point. Like, I, I don't understand, like, it's this community that is just held by Stockholm Syndrome. Like, for some it reason, the not... majority of the community <laughs> okay, is that... not going to see a problem with this. They are literally making, intentionally making it inconvenient for the player base, and then selling the convenience for money. Yeah, but you don't like, have to why participate. Why is that not ridiculous it, to it you? Is, it, I don't it, understand. No, it's not that it's not ridiculous. It, it sucks if that's the case, but then you just don't participate. If you don't agree with it. <laughs> I mean, you, you mean don't. You if don't if you don't like it, then you participate. And you, you can tell other people not to participate as well. But, like, it's not like... I mean, it's not worth being r pissed over. I mean, are you, are you telling me to quit the game? What are you saying? I'm I don't saying you don't have to participate in the system. You don't have to pay for this. You don't have to contribute if you don't agree with it. You could just not not do it. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying it's not like, I don't know. With, I, I mean, being able to melt costumes is way more egregious than this. Like, it's not even close. In terms of what? Like, pay to win? In, in terms of, like, why is this even a thing? You know? It's like, this is just like, oh, that's annoying that they're going to charge for that. But, like, I don't know. That reaction well, just seems crazy over the top. Melting costumes is a thing because pay to win. That's literally why. Like, like okay, here's the thing. M being able to melt costumes was not them intentionally designing something to be inconvenient and then well, selling the convenient part of it for real money. That was just straight up them making more money by selling more costumes and adding pay to win to the game. I don't or see how it's not, whatever you want to say. but the whole enhancement system is designed to be really tough and that's the fix to make it easy, is melting costumes. So it is exactly that. <sighs> I don't know. I suppose you could argue that, yeah. But I mean, this I'm is just like, saying like, I get again, this like, annoying, but the, the, the... The enhancement system was made years ago and the ability to sell costumes, part of what the outrage was is the fact that we were never supposed to have that in our game, and it was added years later, right? This is literally like two weeks apart from each other, which meant this was a very intentional thing from the beginning. From the moment that they conceptualized the ability to copy gear, they were already thinking, hey, we can make this intentionally inconvenient and then sell the convenient part of it. Like, and that could be the case for costumes too. I don't know. I'm not in their fucking board meeting. But like... I think there's a little bit room, a little bit more room for selling costumes, whereas like that could just be, hey, we made this really hard system and down like years down the road, right? Like a year or two down the road, we know we said NAE wasn't going to get this kind of stuff. But what if we implemented this stuff and then we can make more money off of it? You know what I'm saying? Like still a stumbag thing to do, but it's not like the difficult enhancement system was intentionally designed for that. You see what I'm saying? I, I, and again, it might very well have been. I don't know. I'm not in their board meeting room. But it's very much, like, much, much, much more obvious whenever they do it two weeks afterwards. I Again, I, I get your point, and I do think it's annoying. I guess, like, I'm not... The level of rage, to me, doesn't match what is actually happening here. Just because it's this is, like, you don't need to tag, you know? At all. I mean, to tag, you still have to, like, you have to get skill points and weight and inventory and, and a costume or whatever. Like, all the other shit that costs way more money than what this is going to be 
to add a, an offhand to your shit. I don't know. Well, and we don't know for sure if what we're going to get on NA or if we're going to get it is another thing. And I don't know if it costs silver or not because this is only in the... I'm. Let me see if I can find in their actual patch if there's anything on it, but I don't. I don't think they even mention it in here, unless I'm crazy. Um. No, they don't even. They don't even mention it in their notes. Anywhere. But like, I do. You, do you see what I'm saying about like with the timeline though? So like, another thing would be like tents, right? Like, tents is an egregious way to sell, like, something that is really, really convenient, right? Everybody's favorite term, convenience. It's paid for convenience. But I don't think whenever they were designing, hey, let's make it so where you can buy buffs for your character at the villas in the desert. Like, I don't necessarily believe, although it could very well be possible, that when they were designing those villas and thinking about those villas, they were like, and we could sell something where for $80 you can buy those villas from wherever you are. Instead of you know right. at the fucking at like the it fucking came out village after itself. the fact, I get yeah, it. It's and this one feels yeah, like it was built with the intention about. of charging you. Yes, yes, that is why I'm saying it is so much more of a scumbag thing to do. Like if you come out with a system and then later on find out, hey, maybe we can monetize this in in some way, even though arguably you should just change it to be more convenient if that's what the player base wants. It's like, it's not as bad as just intentionally making something that the players want and then intentionally making it inconvenient and then selling the convenience. That's what I'm saying. Like, and again, they very well might have designed villas with the idea of selling a tent and the old moon book down the road. I don't know. Um, they might be that big of scumbags, but... I'm going to play devil's advocate further here. And it's, this feels it's so much worse. Probably going to enrage you. But as a serial re-roller myself, prior to them removing the coupons, it was very expensive to re-roll. And this yeah. system, if, if the equivalent seems to be about 1,000 pearls, is way cheaper. So it's literally the old system that used to cost 10,000 pearls now only costs 1,000 pearls and some silver. So at the end of the day, it's still lighter of a burden than the old way to reroll with the coupons. Are you talking about in terms of like profit? No, like in terms of us, like the customer, like paying. Like if I was a, if I wanted to reroll to a different class and play a different right, you're class, you're paying less money. Less, and I get to still play the original character since it's tag system. I can play them both. And for significantly right. letter, literally 10% of the price or like nine, whatever it would be. So if you look at it that way, is it, is it really that bad? Because it's still cheaper than the old way to do it by a lot. Although it is kind of scummy that they said that they didn't want you to have to pay to switch characters for the meta. <laughs> now they're making it so you can pay. <sighs> I don't know, dude. I guess. I don't know. Listen, eh. I listen if if you don't find that big of a problem with this i understand it like i this is the probably the most egregious like the most egregious and obvious like hey we're just trying to scam you out of some money that i think this company has probably ever done what i don't know of all of the things this is the worst 
You think this is worse the, than them selling the most three subscriptions with old moon books, camas, and a fucking value pack? Yeah, because no, like, there's not everyone like even gets those, right? But if you like, there are a lot of people who play without doing that. But if you have the tag system, you're probably going to want to add or remove like one item at some point. And there's pretty much everybody uses the fucking tag system. Well, not everybody, but a large majority of the player base uses the tag system. Uh, I don't know, man. I I feel like it's, I don't know. Costume melting to me is worse. The fact that artisans exist is worse. Um, I the think the whole design are... of Pila face scrolls, where the animation's super long, because you'd rather just buy a hundred memory fragments and a hundred artisans than have to sit there and watch that animation. Like all ghillie suits, not like not being marketable like some of the things that you can't sell in the marketplace like inventory and weight like all of those things to me are way more egregious than paying for an extra offhand to be added to your character on a separate like tagged like i don't know a thing that's kind of brand new to the game i don't know like to me anyway i, I don't think that that's as bad and I mean, that's fine to argue that, like, those are also very, like, egregiously obvious, like, hey, just give us money aspects of this game, of which there is a lot of. I'm just saying, in my opinion, this is, this is arguably, like, the worst, honestly. In terms of just, like, literally, they may as well just say, hey, uh, give us your money. Like, I'm not saying that this is, like, the most pay-to-win thing or anything like that, right? Yeah, you're just saying, to you, it's appalling that they did it this way. It's, it, yeah, really, it is. It really is. I mean, unless they, unless they implement this change alongside a succession wizard nerf, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> what, if there, what if you could, like, what if they did sort of a, you know how, like, streamers do sub-goal? What if they did do like a, if you guys buy this many coupons to add to your characters, your tag character, then we'll nerf wizard. <laughs> and when they hit that goal, they'll actually do the nerf. Yeah, I think, I think that would be the official point in which I would be like, <laughs> yeah, this game's too far gone. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's the sad, <laughs> I'm, I'm still kind of excited because I want to, I want to add my accessory dude well yeah because this I, is literally the thing like that we again needed. this is literally the thing that we talked about fucking weeks ago that we said hey this is a thing that needs to be implemented because it's a super inconvenient like function of the the system that you've came up with and then they took us saying that and saying that this is what we needed and then now they're selling it yeah we'll have to see we'll, ha we'll have to see what happens on our server and how much it is. Or maybe if they throw it in the loyalty shop, it won't be that big a deal. We do have a cooler, a better loyalty shop than KR does, so maybe. Do we? Do we have a different shop than them? Yeah, ours is a little bit different because, I mean, I don't know if there's a change recently, but um, someone did a post comparing all the loyalty shops and like Japan had like the worst one. Like they have nothing in there. They can't buy weight or inventory slots or like there's a bunch of stuff. And KR is missing a lot of the stuff that we had too. So like free to play players can use like a value pack every whatever, 10 days or whatever, however many pearls it is, 20 days to sell their stuff. But like in Japan, they can't or they couldn't. Maybe they can now, but they couldn't in the past. So it's possible. Maybe we'll get it in the loyalty shop. I don't know.
Hopefully. That would be better than only allowing you to pay with pearls. Um... Okay, so the other thing is KR got, this is more of a uh, PSA, so KR got the Patriago change. So Night Vendor's going to have a bunch more items. We talked about it last week. Um, but with the change, they got an event, so it's only going to cost 25 energy per roll for a week. Um, I assume we're going to get that event as well. So get your energy bottled up. Time for some Caffrus bundles. Um, in uh, North American news, Kaffir stones are sitting on buy very often now. We have 5,000 on buy right now. Eat your heart out, EU. Guess a lot of people started gathering. Um, let's see, what else? <laughs> that People are super mad I said that. I'm saying it in jest, people. It's a joke. It's a goddamn joke. Nah, there's, there's already two or three comments at least written about it, dude. It's too late. I had someone be like, alright, I'm done with you. You're so fucking annoying. And I'm like, dude, I'm joking. Come on. I don't know why we're upset about it. Um, and then KR also got the chaos, yeah, chaos Rifts added to their server last week, which means we'll probably get it soon. It's not a joke when you repeat it ten times. Yes, it is. It's a joke every time I repeat it. No matter how many times I repeat it, it's still a joke. But it is, yeah, it is funny. How many times do we bully Nyashi on this show? Yeah, I guess I'm not joking about Chase costing too much stamina. Because I mentioned <laughs> it 150 times. Too much stamina? <laughs> yeah, I think Nyashi would agree with that. It costs too much stamina. Um. Oh yeah, I mean, it doesn't use enough stamina. It should be, <laughs> it should be doubled. If Mewas engage you, they should have to sit with you forever. At melee range. Um... Alright, so Chaos Rifts got added. I assume we'll get them soon. So Chaos Rifts, as a reminder, are these portals that appear only on the Arsha's server. That's like a giant rock in the sky that spawns a bunch of mobs, like elite mobs. You go fight them. They drop loot for multiple people. I don't know if you have to be in a party or a platoon, but they do drop loot for multiple people. And it's they only drop dust. And they were recently buffed as well. I, can't, um, I think they, KR has the buffed version where... Now more mobs spawn if there are more people near the, the rift. So these, I think, are going to be kind of fun because it's just going to be chaotic PvP with a bunch of mobs around in these random spots because it announces it server-wide when they spawn on Arsha. Um, I also think they can spawn all over the world. I think they can spawn in, all the way from Camera to Valencia now. So... Um, I think that's it. I think that's everything. Hopefully we get the uh, Odalita scrolls here soon because Kara's had them now. And uh, Black Star gloves and Awakening weapon we're still waiting on in, in North America. Uh, we are getting a the, the Calpheon Banquet is December 12th. Um, is that what it's called? The Calpheon Banquet? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like last time, I don't know if you remember us, but we, we did it last time. Or like we, we watched it live last time. So we'll likely watch it yeah. live this time again if people want to come hang out with us. And then we'll have a, uh, a big podcast the day of, or the day after as well. So. That's on Saturday? Be ready for that. It'll be, it's technically Saturday, but I think for us it's going to be super, super late night Friday night. Friday, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Calpheon Bucket. Um, 
yeah I, I that's kind of that's kind of it i think so we got big news coming up and then our two-year anniversary is going to be december 20th we're gonna we'll do something kind of special for it we'll come up with something cool but we do need uh we'll need everyone there to celebrate with us maybe we'll get drunk dude do you drink we've never done a, a morning yeah. drinking show dude i'm done what do you drink let me guess hold on hold on do you drink lone star beer no you're a liar you live in texas you have to it's the law <laughs> no i do rum you do rum yes sir just straight uh no i usually do rum and coke okay i mean i can do just rum if we really want to get <laughs> fucked up <laughs> vel is in 13 minutes by the way no um i mean maybe i don't know We'll see. But we also have to do a uh, tier list coming. We have a lot of stuff, dude. This is about to be a busy December. So when your schoolwork's done, we'll start getting all this stuff hammered out. I think this, yeah, is, yeah, this yeah. is your last week, right? Yeah, no. Tuesday's my last day. Dude, I'm proud of you. Are you graduating or you still have how many more years? No, no, no. no. I still got like uh, another year. Okay. But yeah, it'll be the last, it'll be the last day of the semester, which... Uh, I need because this semester has been absolutely miserable because uh, yeah, COVID. Yeah, it's been weird. I know it's funny. Like Bear the other day was saying that he has a uh, uh, take home test, and I was like, "That's weird, considering you're at home for a hundred percent of your school." <laughs> and I guess that just means it's open book. Yeah, the testing has been uh, really. I would say lax, honestly. So yeah. I don't know, but there's not much. I don't know. There's not much that they can really do, honestly. Like you can proctor things, but that is just such a fucking pain. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a it's been a weird semester. Uh, originally, I signed up for one online class, uh, one on campus class, and two hybrid classes, which were basically classes in where. Most of our interaction would be online, but some of it would be in person. Mm -hmm. And then right before the semester started, my uh, on-campus class moved to entirely online. So I was in two online classes, two hybrid classes. And then following the hurricane, because we deal with those down here, um, both of my hybrid classes changed to entirely online classes. So I went from one online class to four which I hate online classes. I am not good at them. I, I am a much better learner in person. So it was, it's been a rough semester, but yeah, almost over. Thank God. That sucks, dude. In other news, I did finish the uh, mana pot piece. I got the gathering pot piece, so it took me in total 170... Uh, wait, let's see, 72 plus two and a half. 74 and a half plus two 176 and a half hours to finish the mana pot 102 hours gathering Congrats. yeah 102 hours gathering two and a half hours at shira and 70 hours at manchums and then i started the hp pot yesterday and i got the shuriken piece in three hours it's pretty carried congrats but i also hate you yeah so now i'm working on blood wolves we'll see hopefully i can get it quick apparently my rng is not in the place of the pot piece because i have put 
at close to around 250 hours in at this point in multiple locations, and I don't have a single piece to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell is up with my RNG in terms of that pot piece, man. It is not one to drop. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta just you gotta adhere to the Stockholm syndrome like the rest of us, and they'll start giving you good oh. stuff. Fuck it, dude. I hope Elion kills this game, even though it probably won't. <laughs> fucking Unreal Engine three. Hey, Elion is gonna be fun though, dude. It actually is It'll gonna be, be really fun. fun. It's it's gonna be one of those MMOs though. It's gonna be the next Arcade Unchained, where everybody's gonna say it's gonna kill BDO, and that it's gonna come out. People are gonna play it for like eh, two months, maybe three or four for the more dedicated people. You know, but most people probably play it one month, two tops, and then we're all back on BDO. Like that's that's what it's gonna be. I can almost guarantee it, dude. I mean, I hope I'm wrong because I really want Elion to be good and be like the next game, but I don't know. I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Um Yeah, you never know, dude. It'll be, I think it'll last longer than Arcade just because it's actually a new game. Like, the thing was that I said about Arcade is like, I wanted, I actually did want to be excited for it, even though I don't like Tab Target. I was like, you know what, this might actually be really fun, but I just couldn't get out of my head that, like, oh yeah, this game already was like dying. <laughs> and they're kind of, yeah, but the thing was. Like, I never played Arcade, but the reason it was dying was because of the pay-to-win, right? Well, the pay-to-win didn't help, but also it was, like, the dailies and, um, I don't know, the PvP, and I, I don't know, there was, like, a lot of things. The dailies were are a huge part. Dude, I, you know, it's so funny, it's like, the, I never even heard this, but, um, because, you know, it's called Arcade Un, Unchained. I, the meme was, with the re-release dying, is Arcade Unchanged. Because it was basically the same game, which I think is actually <laughs> oh fucking hilarious. Oh, like it was Arcade Unchanged. Oh my god, dude. It's the same oh thing. Oh my lord. <laughs> yeah, but Elion, see, Elion's also going to have a little bit of a nostalgia factor for me because I was looking, some of the bosses are like direct ripoffs from Terra. So I'm going to, it's going to feel like Terra for me. It's like a steampunk version of Terra. There's something ironic about you talking about how Arc Age Unchained failed because it was an old game, and then saying Elion's like Terra. Well, <laughs> it's like Terra, but it. it's not actually Terra. <laughs> like the combat is very yeah. different, and the movement is different, and it does have better graphics than Terra, even though it's. But didn't didn't they the just come engine. out? Didn't I just see a, a class release video? They announced a new class for Elion, and it's like literally just uh, I think Slayer. From Terra, yeah, like it literally, like, is. literally it's even called it. Yeah, it's literally called Slayer too, right? Is it? I yeah, don't I I'm pretty sure it's called Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking great, dude. Um, yeah, I don't know. At this point, like, I hope Elion's good. Um, but I don't know. I just, I really don't know. But maybe, um, I'm still hold holding out for Ashes, man. I hope Ashes is is gonna be the the Lord and Savior. I don't know if it will be. In fact, it probably won't be, but I think they're doing a lot of good things over there. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for it too. That one I just feel like is still pretty far off. All right, so we'll do this. Uh, you, Cyberpunk's in a few days. You're playing the shit out of that, I assume, right? Hell yeah, dude. Comes out, for those of you who don't know, because even though Cyberpunk's not an MMO, uh, everyone's going to be playing it if you enjoy RPGs and or if you enjoyed The Witcher which is an RPG, so I guess same thing. 
Um, it comes out on Wednesday in NA. So it, it's having like a. My understanding of it is it's having a global release, which is at like fucking midnight or one a.m. in Poland, which is where the company who makes it is you know stationed. Um, so that's gonna end up being like anywhere between I think like one p.m. to like five p.m. in NA. So, uh, NA people, you're gonna be able to play Wednesday afternoon. Uh, if you're in EU, it's gonna be like really, really, really late Wednesday, technically Thursday morning. So keep that in mind. Um, yeah, should be interesting. Um, you're looking forward to it. So isn't it like it's op- like kind of open worldy though, right? Like you can explore the yes. whole city. So isn't yeah. it in a in some way kind of like Grand Theft Auto single player? In some yes. Sense, right. Okay. Well, it's like, did you ever play Witcher? Well, no, I didn't. Yeah, so that you could describe GTA like single player as basically a, a just a single player RPG, just right. very like story driven, character driven, you know, like that kind of stuff. But um, I can just fuck around if I want. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Dude, I'm excited because um, it, it looks fun. Like I, I like the um, I don't know. I like the the everything about it. Can you steal cars? Can you like just hop into vehicles and stuff? Or how does that work? Or do you have an assigned vehicle? Probably. I feel like you probably can, but I don't know. That's a good question. The thing is, is like it takes place in the future, right? right. That's like the whole gimmick of it. So like there might be some something you have to like do or some reason that you can't like go into cars or some shit like that. I don't know. It would be interesting to find out. <laughs> I feel like you gotta be able I to. Do. <laughs> Everyone's making fun of me for not having played The Witcher. Look, I the reason I didn't play Witcher is because I, I read the manga. Right? The manga. <laughs> you should you should play it. Actually, it's a it's a really really good game. Uh, dude. I just you know it, I like, can't get it. Year, you, you know I'm gonna have a hard time getting into it, dude. It's gonna be hard. Like I I can't. I have a really I struggle with single player games. I can't play alone dude i feel i don't like it it's rare that i can play alone but like cyberpunk i'll give it a chance because i'm pretty sure i'm going to be playing it alone but like alone while in voice chat with everyone else who's also playing it alone you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah you could play it on stream you can play Witcher. Witcher on stream dude i'm just gonna embarrass myself it looks like a lot of horse riding and eating shrubs you know no, 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 no. You don't have to do... I mean, how to phrase this? If you play on the hard difficulties, yeah, you're going to be doing a lot of, like, going through bushes and shit because on hard, like, you you have to take every advantage you can because it's actually a ridiculously, like, difficult game. But if you just play that bitch on, like, easy, dude, you can literally just, like, walk around murdering things, like, with your swords and shit. And, like, it, it's just, like, really a breeze. And it's just like good fun. Yeah. Just enjoy the story, enjoy the characters, enjoy just massacring everything that pops up in front of you that wants to kill you. It's really fun. The combat in it is actually fantastic. I know. I think I've like read a lot of people kind of be like, "eh" on the combat in Witcher. I I thought it was really really fun. Um, I'll, I'll consider giving it a try, but I definitely am going to be playing Cyberpunk first. So. I think you can. There's some way you can get Witcher for free right now. Yeah, torrent, BitTorrent. 
<laughs> no, like there's, there's some like deal or something. I I I saw a headline. I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline. There's something about getting it for free. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, you should play it on stream. I bet you that would be really fun for you and uh for you in the stream. That'd probably be fun. Uh, be ready to swap scenes in case you accidentally find yourself in a uh, a sexy time scene. Oh, okay. Two minutes till Vel. Also, dude, next week's gonna be hard, man. I'm I'm moving next week. You're wait. You're moving. The yeah. fuck. I'm moving. I'm moving. Uh, Where? To Texas. I'm coming to Texas, dude. I want to drink Lone Stars with you. You, you pulling the Joe? You pulling a Joe Rogan? No, I am. Now, uh, that you're, now that you're super famous and making millions of dollars, you got to come to Texas so it doesn't get taxed. Yeah, to build the value pack complex. <laughs> dude, <laughs> value pack gaming house win, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Value pack gaming house coming up, dude. <laughs> it's gonna have a bunch of people in there that don't take showers and rage about pay to win. It's gonna be great. <laughs> no, there's only one guy like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, so next week's gonna be crazy because um, I'm hoping it happens on on Monday. The actual move, we'll see, or Tuesday, like and tomorrow, not Saturday or, or Sunday. No, or no, next week. Next, next week. Monday. Okay. Legitimately, yeah. where are you moving to, though? Are so you like staying moving in, to, in the same city, or no, what's up? No, to, to Palmdale. What, where the fuck is that? Palmdale is about an hour from Los Angeles, where I live. So, since we're working, is it more home, like it sounds more suburby? Is it more? It's suburby? more affordable, so we can actually buy a spot instead of uh, renting. We've been renting for ah. our whole lives. Now we're old, so. So, are you buying a house? We are. Hell yeah, dude! Congrats. Yeah. I know. I'm excited. It's it's really cool. Um, it's just I'm I'm nervous. You know, it's a lot of stuff. It's scary. Yeah, moving is a lot of work. Moving is a lot of work, and it's been stressful. But we'll see. Dude, that's hype though. You get your own house and shit. Fuck yeah, yeah. I'm in my office, dude. It's gonna be great. Now, Miss Frosty can smash things and break stuff and hit cabinets and slam doors and stuff. But I'll and I'll be in a different room. Yeah, we don't have to wait for her to finish washing the dishes to start the podcast. <laughs> Dude, that sounds so sexist, but that's actually what happened this morning. It sounds yeah. like you're making a sexist joke, but that is what that, happened. Yeah, that wasn't me trying to be like degrading towards women. That's literally what happened today. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's it's kind of loud. I, we got to wait a little bit. <laughs> um, Dude, I really need a Bell's heart right now. So now that you got your Tet Blackstar, what are you what are you working on next? Uh Tet Blackstar armor. And then after that I I I'm hoping I mean I don't know for sure, but I'm hoping I'll be able to grind uh Tauros at that point. Um Like with how many I mean what will your DP be if you get your Blackstar armors? I assume you're doing armor and helm? Or Yeah. Okay, so you yeah, want they're both. I mean, you should be able to, I think. It would be if I got armor and helm, it would be 12 more DP, which would put me at 323. Hmm. And then what about your other two pieces? What are their levels? Like My your other two levels. Yeah. Oh, I don't have any. I guess I could if I really wanted to, but yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm I'm taking it slow. I'm taking it easy. I'm not really like hard pressing for anything right now. I'm just enjoying spinning in circles and watching Avatar: The Last Airbender. 
So. Oh shit. Well, what are you gonna do after an hour and a half? Because the M Night Shyamalan movie's only ninety minutes. Not the movie. Fuck that movie. What? It's I'm only... watching the show, brother. What do you mean? Oh. Nice. Yeah, I didn't like the way they made the show based on the movie. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're gonna get so much hate for that. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. Uh. All right, wait, Vel. Dude, I need a Vel's heart. I need literally like 150 billion silver. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've never watched the show. So I've been watching the show and uh, doing some grinding and just kind of chilling out, you know? I've been watching Death Note. The anime? Yeah. Or the Netflix fucking no 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 dude if m night Shyamalan did ethno death note that would actually be sick that would explain a lot if he did that version of death note because that version of death note was <laughs> awful uh yeah i've been watching uh i've been watching i've been watching death note with the missus dude we want we're watching it together that's cool Ooh, yo fan says new show. season. Oh yeah, Attack on Titan new season's out. People are I gotta watch that one too. I gotta catch up, dude. I'm behind oh, is about it? 150 hours. I think it came out today or yesterday. Oh shit. No, I'm I haven't watched One Punch Man. I think I'm One Punch Man's at the bottom of my list. I'm gonna watch a bunch of other ones. One Punch first. Man is really funny. That's my favorite uh that's my favorite anime of all time, actually. Just because of how fucking stupid and ridiculous it is. Um, we're gonna do comments after we open the uh the bundles. The Are there any other games yeah, coming yeah, out yeah. that you're excited for? Um, so Cyberpunk. I I'm waiting for. I was excited for Dying Light too, but there has not been any news. It was like supposed to come out this year, and then it got delayed, and there's not been any news on it. What's that like parkour zombie game? Looks so fun, dude. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The only games I've really been like keeping track of and like been excited for cyberpunk elion and ashes i don't know nothing else has really been nothing else has really popped up to me is like oh hey this looks like it could be like a really really good thing so i don't know oh uh actually uh what about uh fucking what's it called the anime game oh blue protocol yeah 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 i don't know i haven't heard news in a while but it's like I don't know, the game is, it feels like there's not that much in it yet. It doesn't have much depth. And there's like, what, four classes or five? And I don't know. It's also like, it has the same limitations as like a uh, isometric game. Like, there's only like five abilities. I feel like it's going to get boring real fast. The skill tree in Elian and Asha seems way more in depth. Well, those are way more traditional MMOs, right? Like the the Blue Protocol seems way more. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to insult anyone who might be interested in it, but it seems way more casual to me. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looks All it right. looks fun, but I, I'm not as hyped about it. Just. I don't know. We'll see. Dude, some of the PvP looks really fun in Alien. Alright, let's see. You ready to open these bundles, dude? I, you know what? Yeah, I'm swapping my character right now. I actually watched some PvP of Elion mm -hmm. the other day, and it looked really good. It actually. looked really fun, dude. Like, 
I can't imagine how good it would look if it wasn't made in fucking Unreal Engine. <laughs> I know, some of the animation- Dude, the lightning and the fire looks so bad. Like, I know once you're used to it, you, it'll be whatever, but just looking at it, like playing BDO and then looking at the lightning and the fire in that game is just like, ugh. It literally yeah. looks like a cardboard cutout of fire that's like three frames that they like paste. They just do one, two, three, one, two, three, so you see the flame move a little bit when it's on the ground. It looks crazy, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it looks really fun, honestly. It looks very much, like, very similar to, like, large-scale PvP in, um, PDO. Except for some reason, everyone has PA all the time, because no one never seems to be dying. Yeah. Alright, you ready? Alright, I'm ready. Oh, I need it this time. Please give me this fucking heart. Alright, on one, here we go. Three? Wait, wait. I lost the bundle, man. Alright, three, <laughs> two, what? Ugh! Nothing, Nothing, dude. Fuck. Four mil, five cron stones. Yikes. I did get a ten mil gold bar, so I guess it's gotta count for something. Oh my god, dude. Bell's heart sucks. <laughs> dude, that boost would be so... Oh my god, it would help so much with this, like, forever grind that I'm in. I don't know. Alright, well, uh, let's get to comments. Do, 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 do. Um, anyone who is new to the show, here's what we do. We read all of the comments live on the air. Reslar does a sweep through to make sure any of the porn and advertisements are removed. Uh, yeah. Don't go to the comments yet. Is there any is there any solicitation on this week's? Hold on, let me. Actually, I think I I think I already deleted. No, there's three. There's three. I see three of them. There's there's more every week. Oh, it's getting out of hand. I wish they would disguise it in like, hey, did you guys see this patch note? And then link it, and it takes you to the virtual chat girls instead of just virtual dash chat dash girls. You know. Yeah, like, at least try. Like, yeah. who's gonna click on that? I mean, they're not even trying, dude. It's... come on. Alright, report... Someone's clicking it or they wouldn't keep doing it, you know? If you're clicking that link, god damn I, it, dude. See, the thing is, is I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I've ever believed that. That anyone's click actually clicking the links? Yeah. I mean, I guess it does. We probably do have to thank them, because it's... On weeks where we have low comments, it looks like we have a lot. So that's exciting. <laughs> you know, pros and cons, really gotta weigh them. Yeah, dude, there's, you know, there's more to it than meets the eye. That's, that's the thing. All right, here we go. Uh, starting at the top, Abraxas KB says, Sekiro is from, uh, from Software, the developer of Dark Souls. Oh, well, that makes sense. Oh. No wonder no wonder it has bosses okay. in combat that's pretty in-depth and cool. Um, Robbie S. says, Six minutes in to upload and still the second person to leave a comment. Oh, and Frosty, translate my dot dot dot. Alright, now everyone's doing these fake truncated messages. Just to get me. Um, for me, it takes 15 minutes from Aquila's eye uh, to Port Rat with full plus 10 green gear Karak. 
and going to Port Rat is not even that hard. You can just use a map as soon as you leave Ross Sea. Enter Margoria Sea and it takes you directly to Port Rat. Don't forget to empty your boat inventory and leave your sailors in the wharf. They just added this crystal you can equip in your boat, so I doubt um, they announced something new related to the sea. By the way, Frosty, congratulations on your partnership. Thank you very much. Yeah, dude, I want to thank also the uh, just the podcast people because like um, when I started, yeah, well, yeah, streaming, we didn't even talk about that, did we? You got partner. Yeah, I got I got partnership this week. It was my second time applying, um, and I, I'm super grateful for like to be on the Value Pack community. Like, super helped me even start get anywhere close to that. And I don't know, it, it's hard, man. Like people stream and they stream for one or two people for a really long time and it's super hard to get into um, at the top and there's a lot of things that can go wrong. It's super time consuming. It has, does not, um, I don't know. There's like no reward early on for a really long time. So it's really cool that a lot of the value pack community helped me get started and we're there in the beginning. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for your help. I appreciate that. And I, I'm excited about it. It's cool. It's a cool achievement that I, I was not expecting to get. So. Uh, legitimate so legitimate question yeah. i swear to god I'm, I'm not trying to shit on your accomplishment what does having partnered like do like what do you get you have purple, for, like, you have a purple a partner versus affiliate purple check mark <laughs> okay come on there's gotta be more than that well you know i was like looking into the differences and like i don't know they have like a priority service for people that are partner i i don't know if there's any like weird Pri promotional stuff mean? well if you have a problem they'll get back to you quicker you're more important. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. Um, they have, I mean, potentially you can make more um, uh, money on things like subs and bits. And then they also, like, the thing is, is that partner and affiliate got brought a lot closer together. Um, I want to say in 2017 when I was looking into it, because there was a while where affiliate couldn't receive bits or subs and stuff. And once they added that, it kind of, made the difference not not as huge if that makes sense but um embarrass <laughs> a short podcast but i mean the podcast itself has actually only been an hour and 30 minutes so it is kind of short um but then there's also yeah, yeah you can do like perma subs for people which are weird and scary because they're like literally permanent you can't like change it so you can give someone a sub and that that person can be sub forever but you can't change it it's like once you do it it's final Wait, what? How does that work? I know, huh? I know, I don't know. I gotta think on that. But you get a lot You get a lot more emote slots, which I, I put a bunch of new emotes up today, or yesterday, so now you can have like 12 tier one emotes and a bunch of tier two and three and more badges and all sorts of like little perks. It's a lot of like little stuff that adds up, but it's pretty fucking cool. So I'm, I'm, I'm hype about it. And I had a lot of, like I talked to a lot of friends that struggled getting partner for a long time and they, they like, reply back some really weird things apparently sometimes like well you didn't do this you didn't stream this many hours or you're not consistent or your viewership yeah it was high on this but it's because you were hosted like all these like little things so i i set my expectations to get rejected a bunch of times so i i feel super lucky that i was able to get it like early on but yeah so i i appreciate the value pack community dude like honestly and obviously, like, my friends and stuff who've been there since the beginning. You guys helped me uh, get a little bit of a boost early on to make it a lot easier. So, thank you guys so much for hanging out. I appreciate it. Uh, I want Now I just need to get 
BDO partner and the last thing to do that is I just got to keep arguing with Reslar on why it's better to just pay pearls for a uh, tag system instead of silver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Sam, Studi Stan bleh, Sam Stundis says, uh, Frosty, all of the classes... Oh, this is a quote. Frosty, quote, all of the classes that don't have protection on their grabs seem to be doing just fine, end quote. Awaken Rangers, I see this man wants the choice treatment. Sorry, Frosty, as someone who rolled off Awaken Rangers, sometimes I feel like you do it to them on purpose. Well, Rangers are doing fine. What? I don't know. Is the implication there that Rangers not good? Uh, I suppose so, yeah. Dude, I the more and more I fight Mina, the more and more I don't believe in this whole succession ranger is bad in 1v1 shit. That <laughs> class can kite like a motherfucker, bro. Like, actually. Well, it has some, yeah, it has some good and some bad matchups. It depends on the matchup for sure. But the bad ones, it's like I really guess. bad. Like, versus Archer, it is fucking miserable, dude. He's just, like, faster than I am. So he's able to, like, nine times out of ten, he's able to just, like, get his CC off first because he can move out of range and then move back in range before I can even fucking blink. It's fucking insane, dude. Uh, yeah. No, it's crazy. I, I don't know. I, I want to know. I wish... Sam Stundis, clarify what, what you mean. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he means exactly what you said. He's he's saying that Awakened Ranger I mean, is Awaken not Ranger's, doing fine. Yeah, I just I don't. I guess I just don't agree with that. Um, Alexandra LaFortune says Succession. Oh shit! This is, I'm gonna do the TLDR, Alexandra, and I'll read this off and uh, send a reply. But TLDR by giving proper mobility and some and super quick cast, Succession was an attempt at correcting the previous broken game loops of Awakening Mage and created the Balance Abomination that is Succession Mage. The Balance Abomination. I like that. The Balance Abomination. Um, <laughs> uh, Void Nulls. Hold on. But, yeah. I, I, but that's silly. Right? What do you mean? Do you mean? Like, the idea of... Succession was an attempt at correcting the broken game loops of Awakening Mage and creating the balance of Abomination and Succession Mage. But, like, that's... Those aren't broken game loops. That was the trade-off. No, it was like, not an intentional trade-off. They came out and said that Awakening Ranger... Or, Awakening Wiz Witch were not supposed to be bad in 1v1s and that they were going to address it. And they made some, like balance changes here and there to wizard and witch and then shortly after that succession came out and i think that that's what he's saying that in pa's mind they're like oh we're gonna make give this a little bit more mobility and stuff so that way it's better to defend itself in grind spots and it ended up just making it way stronger in large scale i think that's what he's saying that was not and again like the the trade-off was there and we like maybe players can justify it but pa's intention was never for wizard and witch to be bad in 1v1 ever that was not no, no, what the not design saying, choice was. I'm not saying that the trade-off was being bad in 1v1. I'm saying that the trade-off in the class design itself, not in the effect of the class design, the trade-off in the class design itself is super protected, really slow, giant AoEs, high damage, range, but little to no mobility. And, like, generally, right. like, fairly, like, slow casting, right? Aside from when you have your... Uh, Speed spell uh, or Sage's oh. memory up. Sage's memory, yeah, exactly. 
So like that that was the trade off. I'm not talking about what happened because of that necessarily. Yeah. But I'm talking about like the design in the class itself. Right? I wish like I don't know. Yeah, I mean no, you're not wrong. I, I do wish Yeah, I don't know, man. It's so I weird also to don't me. I, I also I, I re I'm really having to like push back against this whole like witch and wizard in awakening are just like these helpless feeble like little things in 1v1s because like if you fight a really good awakened witch or wizard then like they can give you some trouble now are they going to be as powerful as like a ninja or sark no of course not it's literally impossible for them to be but this idea that like every time you fight an awakened witch or a wizard like if you're the witch or the wizard you just fucking lose like eh. The yeah, more no. and more I fight, like, awakened witches that give me some trouble, the more I'm like, I don't know if I fucking... I don't know if I'm really believing in this anymore. I think, like, every class they do have, as far as, like, design, not not based on 1v1 or large scale, but just as an all-around class, like, everyone has sort of, like, a give and a take. Like, it's like, if you're a mystic, you're a little bit more tanky and you have a lot of protection, but... and your mobility is only okay... Um, and then your damage is more like bruiser damage or striker. I guess striker's a little bit more damage, but kind of the same concept. Whereas like if you're a ninja or kuno, you're super fast and you're really high bursty damage, but you're not particularly tanky and you don't have any ranged abilities or any range like damage. And like, it just seems like wizard has none of the downsides. Like they got all of everything. Succession wizard. Yeah. Succession wizard. They got, they have the mobility. They have the protection, they have the AoEs, they have the damage, they have the protected CCs, they have the range damage, they have the range protected CCs. It's like, they didn't, for some reason, skimp out on any of the things for that class. That seems and to, to be a what lesser, the major And to is. a lesser extent, uh, Succession Witch, too. Like, Succession mm -hmm. Witch, uh, people kind of sleep on that class just because of how ridiculous Succession Wizard is, but Succession Witch is also extremely powerful for the same reasons. Yep. All right, moving on. Um, Void Null says, firstly, Arsha players are weird, and I wish my gankers would come back and give me the beating they promised. Secondly, <laughs> uh, it is time for the Shy to rise up from our toils and enter the accursed arena to share our pain. Dear creators, please stop neglecting us. We gain nothing from this fighting, and we only want to be included. <laughs> Poor Void Null, dude. By the way, I'm realizing the people on Arsha at the pot piece grind spots are very different than the people that are at Starzen and Sikrae on Arsha. Very, very different personalities. Um, the people I find at pot piece spots on Arsha, now remember, Arsha is the PvP server. I have to remind people because they forget that. There's some swords there and there's no consequences for <laughs> killing people. That means it's you're open to be murdered. So I get there and I kill someone and they like, hey, what the fuck's your problem, man? And I'm like, nothing. I'm just, you're in the spot. And now you're not. And he's like, you're so, you're so fucking dumb. And then they'll leave. Or, or I get the people that are, I was fighting a Maywall yesterday and I killed him seven times in a row. And he goes, LOL, you're so fucking bad at this game. These mobs are better at CCing than you are. And then he blocked me and then left. 
It's like, okay. That's super weird. And then I have just people that just insult you. Like, if you kill someone, they just gamer word you to death. Like, this is so weird. Like, the, I can't believe I'm saying it, but the people at Star's End are more sophisticated. It's weird. If you're grinding yeah. for the pot piece, and you want the pot piece, and you don't want to be killed, then don't go on Arsha. I'm sorry. I, I think the difference is probably that there's a lot more fighting. I would imagine that there's a lot more fighting at Star's End Arsha than the pot piece grind spots on Arsha. So it's just kind of becoming, for more people, it's becoming like a way of life if it hasn't already, you know? Like, essentially, there's more people who understand that it's Arsha and that you're going to have to fight. Yeah, I think people at Star's End expect fighting, whereas, like, the people that are at the pop piece spot on Arsha are, like, there the, for the first time. Like, I mean, I get people that say, do you mind? And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean, do I mind? Like, we are on the Arsha server. You are on the main rotation for getting this thing that is heavily sought after you're going to die here it's going to happen and it's okay like just accept it like it's just crazy like dude i'm fucking grinding like i had a guy he came back like three times and he types like i'm fucking grinding and i'm like not anymore you're not i'm sorry not here you aren't <laughs> no it's like such a weird like you're not entitled to an arsha rotation because you were there first it's not the same rules as the other channels and it's crazy whenever um Whenever people are losing miserably to you, and they, they start trying to, like, call you bad and stuff, my favorite thing to do, because people do that a lot in League, you'll, like, demolish them, and then they'll talk about how bad you are. My favorite thing to do in those situations is to just be like, damn, what does that make you, then? Like, <laughs> if I'm worse than garbage, and I'm kicking your ass, Jesus, what does that make you, man? <laughs> yeah, it's strange. I mean, I expect to go in, like, I, I've been grinding on Ninja, and like I'm not I I'm pretty bad at ninja. So I'm expecting to to be killed and stuff. So I'm going in like I'm not gonna let being killed over and over like upset me. Like I have my expectations set, you know? But then like I feel like the same should be true for some of the dude, it's so funny too, because like at Star's End, like you occasionally find people that don't have that much DP that die in a combo, but I have sometimes people on, on Blood Wolves that I grab them with Suicide Fall and the landing of Suicide Fall kills them. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know if you have enough gear to grind Blood Wolves. I'm pretty sure they would kill you. <laughs> Toxic, bro. Oh my god. Yeah, I feel bad, dude. Uh three six 36 Soul says, taking break from playing Dota 2 and back to BDO for a while. Started watching this last week. I enjoyed it. You get a new sub, boys. Also, I'm one of the them Maywa-brained plebs, XD. Well, welcome, dude. We need more Maywas in the world. Dota 2, huh? Yeah, dude, Dota 2 is still pretty popular. It's a big is game. It, what's the Steam charts on that? Steam charts, Dota 2. I'm actually curious. Let's see. I'm curious too. I mean, I'm not saying it's as popular uh, as League. Obviously, it's not, but it's still a very popular. Six hundred, six hundred and fifty thousand player, twenty four hour peak, uh, three hundred eighty nine thousand twenty four minutes ago. So it's still got a really good player base. That's a very good player base. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. that's healthy as fuck. <laughs> um, go look up Blessed Online's player base real quick, just to compare and contrast, if you could. <laughs> blessed? Please, okay. Yeah, blessed online. Blessed online. <laughs> this is going to be bad. I don't think so. I think it's still pretty lit. Uh, 
Wait, why can't I find it? Did Bless shut down? Oh, that's right. Adele Moneta Rivera says, <laughs> I play BDO because it's a very big map. Means it won't die in about 5 to 10 years. The potential in BDO is great. PvP sucks, though. That's interesting. Dude, I, I do find it cool. I don't know. Like, I guess it's true in any, like, sandboxy type game, but it's, it's crazy how different people play that you run into. Like, there are some people that literally just don't like 1v1s at all. Like, whatsoever. They don't like 1v1ing. They don't like Battle Arena. They don't really like that aspect of PvP. It frustrates them, makes them uncomfortable and nervous. But then they love Node War, which I find interesting. And then, like, or people that life skill that are like, they life skill. Like, multi is kind of weird. And that he life skills, but he also likes to 1v1. You know, if you life skill, you really should just enjoy riding horses and milking cows. God, uh, dude, they 16 months. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Blessed? Yeah, blessed. 16 months. Longer than you expected, huh? <laughs> Honestly? <laughs> uh Damn, bro. 16 months, huh? What's no, I'm curious. What, is now you're going to make me look up all these other well, MMOs. Well, I want you to look up. I'm kind of curious since we saw Dota. What what are Smite's numbers? Is Smite on Steam? Hold on. I'm looking at Revelation first. All oh, right. Revelation's Revelation going to be on. sad, dude. Fif oh, my God. 56 people, 24-hour peak. <laughs> I'm going to log in and say hi to all 40, of them. 44 people playing an hour ago. Oh, my God. That's sad. Who, who is one of the forty-four people still playing Revelation online, dude? Dude, I, I know it sounds weird, but I get this like I get a an immense feeling of sadness whenever I go like if I go to the Revelation Reddit. I think I went there like seven months ago or eight months ago, like just to see if like anything's changed. And there's like a post that's asking for help, like, "Hey, I really want to try this build. Can anyone help?" And the post has been up for two weeks and has one upvote. Or two upvotes and zero replies. And I'm just like, dude, that sucks. Yeah, that's sad. I don't dude, know. Dude, uh, Smite, you asked about Smite. It has a 19.7 uh, 24 uh, hour peak. Okay. 19,706 with 19,373 people playing 27 minutes ago. So Smite still so has Smite's, a decent number of people playing. Yeah, Smite's, Smite's hanging in there. Hold on, I gotta look up Terra. See, now you're gonna make me search all these different things. Well, Terra's. Terra has to be small because they just died and got a new publisher. Oh my god, what happened? <laughs> what? Uh oh. Oh no. What do you think the 24 hour peak of Terra is? <sighs> Tell me. 50. Uh, no, 100 people. 17. 17? Dude, it's because it died. Tell 14 me, like... people playing an hour ago. <laughs> but Terra is another one in like Smite, like Bear's pointing out, is that they aren't only on Steam. They also have like no. no, Terra has an individual client. I don't I don't play Terra through Steam. I never have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um can't use the Steam. Yeah, maybe you can't use the Steam version anymore. Maybe more people are playing Terra on normal. Cuz it it was fairly active when we played it like you could find dungeons. Like we popped dun I actually didn't have to wait. The PVP was completely dead though. 
which is sad. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, um, let, me up, let me look up Vindictus. All right, look up Vindy. I'm going to read this. Uh, Genesee. 600. Going strong. All right, yeah, I'm done. Sorry. No, no, that's not. 600 is, is a player base. It's like an old school player. That's like a, like Dragon Nest and stuff, like in NA. Like these, they still have like a group of people that play. Like, pretty sure Diablo 2 is like 300 or 500 people or something. Or like, it's like less than a thousand. If you consider how big that game was. But it's still, they like reset and do seasons. I don't know if they still do seasons, but they have been up until like last year. You know what's going to be really interesting? What the Steam chart is for uh, Cyberpunk whenever it comes out. It's going to be massive at first, for sure. How many people are going to play it on the first day? I'm actually curious. I'm curious how long it's going to last. Like, are people going to play it for a year? Are they going to release a lot of new content? And when is the multiplayer well, coming? Because they said the multiplayer is supposed to come out a year after release. Well, from what I understand, not to get too off track here, but TLDR from what I heard is that it's going to be a separate game. That would be annoying. That they're going to charge for? Why would it be a separate game? It doesn't even make sense. The multiplayer part? I don't know. I don't know. This, this is just what I've heard. I've heard that it's going to be like a separate, a separate thing. Just based in the, like the world of Cyberpunk or something along those lines. Uh, okay. I don't know. I mean, the, I, the only thing I've seen directly from the developers is one of the developers saying, like, yeah, we're not really worried about that right now. We're worried about Cyberpunk 2077 right now. We'll worry about the multiplayer once we, you know, get this launched and this is good and we got content for it. Right. That's the only thing I've seen from the devs regarding the whole multiplayer aspect of it. Kind of makes sense. Um... Genesis Johnson says, Frosty is right. Thank you. Uh, hash suck is vastly superior combo speed, damage, and cancel-wise. That's why most play suck. Awakening hash is doable in 1v1, but a good half the awakening kit is too slow to actually be viable, and the damage is shit. Having to 6 to 8 skill to kill after CC and gear match soft cap, even then, if it's DR build or evasion build, you have to pull 2 to 3 skill follow-up. Awakening hash has 0 quick DPS after a bam nerf. During several RBFs and 1v1s, I've switched to suck and actually won trades after being CC'd by an Awakening Hash by recovering into Descent, then Chosen, and done. Two skill KOs are archaic on suck. Yeah, Awakening damage seems kind of... iffy. It hasn't been really changed at all either. Like, they sped up the animations on KR before it came to us, and then that was kind of it. Like, a little bit. I haven't really done much else. I probably need to look into that. We haven't really gotten balance mm -hmm. changes in a while. I, I don't know when we're going to again, but it's been kind of a it's been a minute since we've gotten actual balance changes. Well, they're about to you know announce Crimson Desert, so they're gonna pull the whole team off of Black Desert and you know put it on the Crimson Desert. So. Hell yeah, dude! Maybe they'll <laughs> just pull the balance team. <laughs> that way we can still get these cool pearl shop items. Um, Mohako says. As an Awakening Ninja, 2733 was the best part of this video. Do you know what happens during this? <sighs> oh, let me go look. Oh, my jump of shame. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah. I, I've been jump of shaming a lot. I jump of shame mostly when I'm trying to use Brace, too, which is the sad thing. Because I use it when it's on cooldown. I guess I'm hitting space first. It's rough, dude. Um... Lumi Assassin says, okay, Reslar and Frosty, when I'm making comments, it's in regards to the previous convo slash last video posted. 
Yeah, that's generally true with every comment. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that's in. I think that might be in regard because I think last time we talked about something. He said something about grabs, and we said, "Yeah, grabs need a longer cooldown." We've said that on the show before. I'm assuming that's what this is in regard to. I think. Yeah, was... your comments are referring to the previous comment last video posted, but you can't act like we haven't already talked about this. I think no, I right? I agree with Miss Ass on that. If Dragonbite didn't have frontal guard, it'd probably feel more fair. Um, Feather Snake. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Feather Snake video says it takes about 12 minutes to get from Port Rat to Port or Port of Fury to Port Rat using the fast lanes. From what I could tell, Karak, Volant, 162.7% speed. Also, you have the maps from Rossi and you have compasses and call to gather. Gathering to Port Rat is fine, and if it's meaningful, then it's worth it. Also, if Ion Classic ever came to the West, I'd consider subbing purely for Dredge. Some of these matches are my favorite memories and from any MMO yet. Yeah, I don't know about a classic. That would be an awful money grab that I'd not be into, but a sequel to Ion would be kind of cool because that the world in the universe was actually pretty sick. Um, Lost Souls says hot. Do you remember Lost Souls used to just grief us 100% of the time in Battle Arena? That was like his sole yeah. purpose. Yeah, I do. I think I had to almost. I think I had to like threaten him to kick him out of a tournament one time because he wouldn't <laughs> stop griefing us when we were trying to do something. Yep. Um, Alba Visage C says, "I like caution. It has saved many trade crates." Ooh, see, there's a good reason for caution: trade crates. Um, Never famous is remove succession. It was a mistake. Just remove this process simplified version of PvP and. While you're at it, remove resist. Rewarding people for making mistakes is ass. I still feel like I'm the only player, at least one of them in video, who did not want succession, period. This game is incapable of nerfing buffing correctly due to not caring about other regions, opinions, or on the meta, or taking ping or even FPS into consideration. Like, make sure a skill may look good on paper, but add 10 ping and 200 FPS to that, and damn, you got yourself one overpowered skill. But hey, KR is fine, though. Everyone is sub 10 ping. Classes that are god tier and 1v1 and NA are mid tier and KR. How can they base patches off of this? Uh, I mean, uh, I'm with you on the sentiment, but there's a lot of not things that are just not right it, here. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are just not good in there. Mm. Um, I think there are a lot of people, actually, that don't believe that Succession was a good thing. Because I remember whenever they announced Succession, I, I actually feel like there was more people that didn't want it than did want it because i think people were concerned about balancing it because you're essentially doubling the amount of classes in your game um remove resist it's awful it's the worst thing ever um i mean yeah fps is a problem ping is a problem unfortunately you can never really get around the ping thing every game has to deal with the ping thing the only way you're going to be able to kind of deal with the ping thing is if you do what fucking Riot Games did and build your own goddamn internet highway, but even then you still have to deal with issues. So that's just something you're never going to be able to get around. Um, FPS is an interesting thing because they fixed it and they broke everyone's horses when they did. Uh, if I remember correctly. Your, your, R, button so, was, your R button amount was uh, RNG. This is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I would like them to fix that, but at the same time, um, I don't know. They might just be incapable of because of the spaghetti code that they've written themselves into. 
And as far as God tier 1v1 NA being mid tier in KR, uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, um, I might be wrong, but from everything I've seen and heard and been told, they have the exact same meta and everything in KR that we do over here. Yeah. They complain about witches and wizards just like we do. Their siege guilds are 70% witch wizards like ours are. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's well, nothing that really indicates that their meta is any different. We have a weird perspective in UNA because a lot of the things happen in KR first and then we get them. Like Valkyrie was not very popular here. And in KR they were complaining about it, about it and now it is really popular here. So it's just, I don't know. Um, also, I, I disagree with the whole remove succession thing. Here's the thing. First of all, succession is really fun on a lot of classes. The balance was not good before succession came out. I don't care what anybody says. Everyone was complaining about balance all the way up until the day succession came out. If, if we were in a state of like, dude, they finally got balance right. Everything feels really good. All the classes are relatively equal. Node wars and stuff are like split down the middle. You could play whatever class you want. And then succession came out and ruined it. I'd be with you, but no, it, it went from one mess to another mess and it didn't make much of a difference. The only thing that's like huge is literally just succession wizard that has like completely changed things, but that's one class and it can be addressed. It just won't be for whatever reason. I don't think removing succession would be good because, like, once you open that Pandora's box, you can't close it again. Same thing with Awakenings. Like, I thought Awakenings was stupid. I didn't like Awakenings. Uh, Awakenings reduced the TTK by, like, a million. Um, that's what caused this game to be in this, like, one-second, like, fights that we have now. But that's TTK that said, is, is time to kill if you're not a famous podcaster. You wouldn't know that. Yeah, time to kill. Because fights before Awakening were usually pretty... Unless there was, like, a huge gear difference, they were usually, like, fairly drawn out. Uh, you'd have to CC someone multiple times, which is something that is just, like, un incomprehensible to a lot of people that play BDO today. So, I hate Awakenings. I hate what Awakenings did to this game, but you can't remove Awakenings now because it's just changed how the game is played, how it's been shaped, and most importantly, it's what we've gotten used to. So you just can't remove it. You know what's funny? But, is, yeah. Like, I mean, Time to Kill was still relatively long. I mean, I remember when I started playing, Awakenings were already out, and we had the no pot rule because, like, kind of couldn't kill your friends, even in Awakenings. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was really what, what really bumped up TTK was when people started learn A, started learning how to use their Awakenings because nobody fucking knew how to use them at the beginning. And also uh, absolutes. Absolutes also really skyrocketed CTK. Dude, the other thing too about succession is like, I don't know. It's a lot of people don't like, and this is not, in some cases, it is a, like how difficult it is to achieve, but in some cases not. Some people just don't like using multiple weapons in their combat. They want to like, Hey, if my class uses a yeah. sword and a shield, I just want to always use a sword and a shield. And like C swapping is not really for everybody. And I I get that some classes C swapping can be hard, but like Mystic C swapping is hardly even a thing. So it's not just that, oh well it's too hard for them, that's why it's dumbed down, because Mystic didn't really ever have to C swap. Your skills bring you to and from awakening and pre awakening already. So some people just prefer one style over the other. Like I don't know. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, the diversity, like, the diversity is good. Yeah, the diversity is good, and the game is not an esport, and it never will be. So, if 
people just want to have like different options and feel powerful, then so be it. I don't know. Uh, Draco AK says grab does not need to be nerfed on cooldown. Crybaby PC players, stop it. Grab gets punished so much by a <laughs> by a <laughs> by AOE CC. And resistances, I love how you guys cater so much to your Mewa friend. <laughs> we do. Make her unable to be grabbed. Never ever super stamina and have unlimited super armors too. Laughing my fucking ass off. Mad over grab for years. Change your class. I mean, I kind of half agree. I, I do think people's reaction to grabs are like super, like over, they overreact a lot. But mm -hmm. I don't think we cater to our Mewa friend. She's just... No, I, I think I think the claim that perhaps Guardians grab that's on a six second cooldown, which by the time they actually finish the animation of the grab, it's on a three second cooldown. Maybe that should be a little bit a little bit longer. I, I don't think that's really catering. I think that's a very obvious change that should probably be uh probably be made. Now I yeah, do I completely agree with the sentence crybaby PC players. I can't disagree with that. I agree with Matt over Grab. Um, that's the most true statement in that one for me because the amount of people that think that, like, oh, well, you just won because you have a grab. It's like, well, yeah, that's 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 like saying you you just win because you have insane movement and Dragon Bites on a three second cooldown. So yeah, that's that's how you win, man. That's that's the win condition. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's just like. <clears throat> The man over grab thing is like, at some point, like just, just play a different class. I don't know. Like the good players that don't have a grab, like do fine, and the players that want to just be a victim, and then they'll never be fine. I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, James Freeman says, "Hey, I mean, dude, I, I hate, I hate it because like one of the best, if not the best, one v one class doesn't have a grab, and one of the best, if not the best, large scale class doesn't have a grab. So it's like, it, it's." There are uh, so many other factors that you have to consider. It's just, uh, that's why me and Rezlar always say like, I just think that grabs should be a high risk, like high reward kind of thing. And to me personally, having no repercussion of doing a grab attempt is where I personally have a problem. And I do think the cooldowns are way too short. Like powerful CCs a lot of the time have high cooldown and it's, Grab is a very powerful CC, and I, I don't understand why it doesn't have a longer cooldown on, on a lot of the classes. Sub yeah. 10 seconds I mean, is it, crazy to me. Like, why do I need you, to grab again in 7 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> if you really wanted to, uh, if you really wanted to remove grabs, I think the, it, that would be a mistake, but uh, fine, but you're gonna have to replace with, like, protected cc's again like i've said this before because like again i'm gonna use berserker because that's the class that i play we have a lot of grabs you want to know what we don't have aside from those grabs a lot of protected cc's so if you're gonna take away the grabs you need to give us some other way to quickly and safely catch people just like your three second dragon bite i mean it's just kind of how it goes that's that's how you create and balance a class so, yeah, um, I don't and know. yeah, in specific cases like Guardian, again, I, I've said this like Guardian, like grabs being more powerful against Guardian is a problem that Guardian, that on Guardian needs to be addressed. Like the fact that Guardian can't be CC'd by anybody 
is a problem with Guardian. I mean, you just remove grabs from everybody. All that does is just make Guardian even stronger. Um, Zayon, or James Freeman says, hey, I'm looking to return to BDO after being away since April. Is there any advice you guys would offer? Um, depending on your gear, I would advise you immediately go into seasonal once se the next season starts, whenever that is. They haven't announced it, but like seasonal is just such a fast track to getting your gear up. Um, I don't know. What advice do you have for a returning player that hasn't played in a long time? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's good advice. If, if you're relatively low gear um, and you do a lot of grinding, season seems good for, uh, for that. Yeah, I don't know. Join a, join a guild that you enjoy like hanging out with and shit. Um, uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, Oasis gear. Oasis gear exists if you're level 56. Very useful. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Uh, Zayon Hart says, well, at the end of uh, Odalita Part 2 quest, the Black Spirit do hint about the Holy Flame Inks or Nyx. I don't know how to pronounce that. And how that intrigued him and that will be the next adventure. So, yeah, that's where Guardian comes from, the Snow Mountain. Well, there you go. Mm. Brosiden wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Onigatana says, Crimson Desert uh, was aiming for a 2020 global beta. To be honest, I'm expecting the game to fully release in 2022. There's a good chance that we will see Crimson Desert gameplay at Calpheon Ball. It'll actually be before Calpheon Ball. It's going to be on the 10th. Um, if you look at their Q4 highlights, it says in the pipeline, Crimson Desert, December 2020, slated to disclosure event. Um, this is what I expect. Random Pearl Abyss shenanigans. Year oh, this is what he expects at the ball. Um, yearly report, growth, etc. New region reveals, two Paladin teaser, Node War and Siege changes, Crimson Desert trailer, new Crimson Desert gameplay demo, free crons, free advice of Valk, free whatever, etc., etc. PA announcing self-publishing for EUNA. I don't know if they'll announce that Ooh, yet. I'm pretty that sure would be still an interesting in one. I also don't think they're going to talk about Crimson Desert at the banquet. They created a separate event for it, so I don't think it's going to be addressed at the banquet. Maybe in, in passing. They might. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Because it's not really like Wait, a, but It's a Black Desert online it, event. It's not a Pearl Abyss event. If PA starts fucking self-publishing EUNA... We're gonna lose our our inside man on uh, cacao. That's gonna be a problem for us. Oh yeah, that'll be interesting or weird. I don't know. People lose jobs, dude. That kind of sucks. Crimson um, Desert gameplay demo, huh? Think there's gonna be a demo? I don't think there's gonna be a demo. I really doubt it. Um, okay, so love you got yeah, well, yeah, I don't know if there'll be they're just gonna show the gameplay. I doubt there'll be a demo either, but maybe I don't know. That'd be interesting. Um That would be cool if there was. Invite choice to play Crimson Desert. <laughs> yeah. 
Love you guys and the podcast. Please keep these bangers coming. Shout out to Nayashi. Found this pod after watching the Nayashi vs. Yellow duels. I personally love that type of content. Two questions. One, Frosty, have you ever thought about dueling yellow? I'm sure a lot of people would like to see that Kuna v. Ninja matchup. Um, two, Nayashi, what were your thoughts on the duels between you guys? I don't think I heard you talk about it and the dueling scene in general as we stand here today. Again, love you guys and shout out to Reslar too. Keep up the A1 content. On the Crimson Desert aspect, if if it is BDO2, that could be amazing for gamers and devs. Hopefully, they'll learn from BDO and know how the community will respond. A fresh start will re uh, with a rejuvenated dev team is what everyone wants. Fingers crossed. I hope it's amazing. I love the fact that he's spelling Nyashi's name without the first A, so it seems like way more of a weeb name. Yeah, Nyashi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. Have I ever thought about dueling yellow? Uh, yeah. I mean, yellow is really good. I, I just don't duel enough, so it they hate each other. There's, so there's a deep hatred that runs between those two. Let me tell you, there's a lot better kunos out there that would make a uh, kuno versus ninja matchup more interesting for for that. Um, it's unfortunate Nayashi's not here to address his uh feeling on his duels versus yellow. But I'm sure he was grabbed out of chase a whole bunch of times. And uh yeah, I guess if, if Crimson Desert is I I mean I think it needs to be like post twenty twenty two though. Like twenty twenty three for BDO people to be actually excited about it. But we'll see. I don't know how different it's gonna be. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm still not convinced. I don't know. We just don't know enough about Crimson Desert. Everything that they've said about it has just been confusing and led to more questions. They're like, it's not a sequel to Black Desert, but also it's essentially Black Desert. Like, I, I don't know. They're like, it's mostly story-driven, but then also it's an MMO, by the way. Uh, we just need more info, which hopefully we'll be getting on either the tenth or the whenever the th other thing is. What was the other thing? When's the Calfion Ball thing? Oh, uh, the twelfth. Twelfth, tenth or twelfth? God, we got two different events two days apart, and the whole time I just want to be playing Cyberpunk. Fuck. Uh. Yeah, I agree. Cyberpunk. Well, no, I mean, Cyberpunk is, uh, I mean, you can take a one-hour break, dude. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna burn out of Cyberpunk in the first fucking dude, day. Dude, but my immersion. <laughs> I don't even know what you mean by that. I wonder if anyone's gonna die playing Cyberpunk. You know, like, the stories of those kids that died because they played Fortnite for, like, 48 hours straight without moving? Yeah. Uh, that happened to someone in Diablo three early on. Really? Yeah. I don't. I don't remember what country, but it was someone in a different country that died. Um, what the hell? I think they Why went. I think they went. Moms raised hell over that. I think they went seventy two hours without. Oh my god. Um, eating. Yeah, that's a that's a problem, guys. If you played longer than like, like three to four hours without moving a muscle. That's kind of a problem. At least just get up and stretch a little bit. Go get some water. Pet your pet. Whether it's a dog or a cat or a ferret. 
Just move around a little bit. It's not good for you. Not saying you gotta exercise, but just stand up and stretch. At least. Yeah, just get up and stretch. It's good to stretch every like hour or so, you know? Yeah. Um Kenichi Sai says I use an Archer Alt for Nightmare KZ. Um, I just go to one of the far corners and spam the charging arrow thingy, and I would much rather have an auto path that is better and makes sense and not fucked up auto path we have now. Like, if anyone remembers the Calpheon CP daily where you get a box at the docks and deliver it to someone, there's a shorter route if you mainly go there, but when you auto path, it makes you go this long ass, this long as fuck route. I'm baffled at how it can't register the shortest path um, towards a destination sometimes. Yeah, yeah, what's up with that? I, I'm still confused as to why an autopath won't take me through the bridge that crosses from Sonnels into where relics are. Instead, it wants me to go all the way up into Calpheon and then come down. You know what I'm talking about? That little bridge? In where? There, there's So you know how relics, there's like a river on each side of where you do relics at? Yeah. On the right side, on the, on the east side of that river, it's Sonnels. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There's a little bridge right there. Okay. And you, if you just go through Sonnels, and then you take that bridge... It takes you straight you there get, instead of wrapping. It takes you straight to Bear. Like, you're right there at the intersection of, like, Relics and Witches and Bear. But instead, what it wants you to do is go all the way north to Calpheon, and then come down, and I just don't understand why the Autopath won't take me the shortest route. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think it's, it's supposed to, it's basically subtly telling you you shouldn't be doing relics. <laughs> I mean, fair, fair point then, I guess. I can't argue with that. Yeah, it's like, if you're going to take the long way to memory fragments, you might as well take the long way to get to the relics that you need to do to do the memory fragments. You know what I mean? Dude, I saw someone post in general chat that they were running like 20 relic scrolls and looking for like leeches. And I was just like why <laughs> just why yeah uh i don't know who does those anymore but i don't even like doing the plfa ones to be honest i, I don't know i hate all of them they need to be yeah, changed I... didn't they do that though didn't they do some sort of like enhanced scroll where you could combine in kr that we never got you could combine like five scrolls to get some enhanced scroll so it like yeah. cut down on your time spent. It was data mined, but it was never released anywhere. Oh, it was never released. Yeah. It would Jesus. be nice, dude. It would be nice. Um, Onigatana says, imagine playing a grab a grabless class in 2020 when Witch Succession and Wizard Succession exist. They are too agile for mages. Also, five IQ with AoE CCs um, that should be cone shaped frontal CC. These have too much super armor, too much utility, need to be nerfed. It's very easy for succession which wizard to recycle their protections and not get CC'd unless grabbed. We are mage shamers. I just like that everyone thinks it's easy to grab a, a succession wizard and witch. Um, Onigatana also says both guardian grapples have super armor at the start but no super armor at the end. It's 0.5 second window to CC them if their grapple fails. Yes. Again, for me, why why do they have super armor at the start? It's such a powerful grab. When you make the decision to grab, I think at the very least you should have to decide if it's safe or not to use the grab. It's just my opinion on it. Also the cooldown. Um, 
Tilter321. Oh god, this is long. Uh, this is probably a controversial opinion, but in regards to how long it takes to get to places in the world now that it's so big, I think they should double down. In my opinion, Velia, Heidel, and to some extent Calpheon shouldn't be the only populated towns. Give players a reason to base themselves out of other towns. I'd love for them to change the central market again to be region-based. Okay, that's definitely going to be unpopular. So, for example, if you're out in Catfish and you want to use a ferry to access the market, you can only see items posted in the Calfound marketplace. Same thing with Camo, Valencia, etc. Along with this, each region would have its own item prices so that, as another example, a region with an abundance of wood would have that sell for less on the marketplace than uh, a place with little to no wood. Get rid, <laughs> get rid of automatic item transportation. Don't let crafting materials get moved from storage market using ferries so that if people want to move their stuff, they have to actually cart it. Now also add that flag players can attack and kill carts. And if your cart is destroyed by a flag player <laughs> or a portion of your materials are lost. <laughs> oh my God, I love this actually. Now, now he's getting me. And the flag players that killed the cart get those lost materials. Killing other players, carts, players, horses, etc., will reduce karma and make you a bandit, giving you a bounty. The more people who kill you, the higher your bounty. If a player kills a bandit, they can redeem the bounty, make guards in the main cities not a joke so that red players legitimately cannot spend time in them and add towns that work like McQuinn in every region. Now you've got a natural open world reason for PVP that can be rewarding on both sides while also promoting people to move around the map more and adds more opportunity to traders to actually trade and play the markets. Yeah, it's called EVE Online. That's what you're looking for. Dude, I I mean, there are some... First of all, a lot of that is feels very, like, uh, immersion-based, but it's super inconvenient. Um, yeah. But some of the so, trade stuff I, I could get behind if trading itself was more valuable. Like, right now, it's, like, already, like, low reward to do uh, trading, and it takes forever to set up. And then, like, the fact that you could die after you save three months just to get, like, a bill or two bill in crates would suck it would have to be like absurdly rewarding for you to like want to even risk it otherwise people just wouldn't do it yeah the thing is is the system he's describing is like fairly common in a lot of games like i said he literally just described eve online system um and i actually really like that system but i don't think it would work in bdo i mean it might but at this point we're like too deep in the system that we have to where you could never implement a system like this and have the player base be happy. The system is too convenient. The players are already too soft. Like, this would just anger everyone. Dude, it also um, just screws life skillers. Like, if you don't PvP, you just get punished in this system from start to finish. Like, everything about it just nerfs life skilling <laughs> and buffs, like, people uh, that have gear and PvP. It's kind of funny. I mean, unless they yeah, buff the rewards massively for the life skill stuff, it just... I mean, the thing is, is, like, it's the whole thing where it's, like, benefit, um, benefit moving, right? And, like, the risk of moving, right? You can sell where you are for okay money, right? Or you can move to somewhere else and sell for way more money, but it's a risk because, you know, something might happen. That's literally just how it works in EVE. So, but the other thing with EVE and why it works in EVE and why it wouldn't work in BDO is... To my understanding, EVE is a lot more free market than BDO is. I think they do have caps, but their caps are, like, so fucking low and so fucking high that it's, like, 
it, they essentially have a completely free market, which is something that BDO obviously does not have. Otherwise, um, yeah, Kafris would probably cost a lot more. So, yeah, it, that's the main reason I don't think this system would work in BDO. But also, you would just piss off all of the players. Like, everyone would hate it because they're so used to the very easy and convenient system that we have now. And that's not me shitting on life skillers that play BDO. That's just literally a fact. BDOs is very like convenient. So Yeah. Not in this game. I think AOC is doing a system like that though. Ashes? I think Ashes is having a system like that. And if you're a life skiller, you can actually like hire um bodyguards to like protect your shit. Like from bandits. Yeah. Have like a uh Hire players to walk with you, dude, and escort you. They get a portion. Yeah, no, legitimately. I, I believe that's what they're doing. Uh, if they can just get over... My biggest gripe with Ashes of Creation is the whole... My character's looking forward, and I strafe to the side so my body stays completely straight, but my legs angle at a 90-degree angle to the left <laughs> while my torso is still facing straight. It, there's something about that that just bothers me so much in that game, where it looks like yeah. your, the top half of your torso is completely independent and on like a different, completely different body than the bottom half of your body. Like your legs are running completely sideways while your body is facing a different uh, way. I, it's it's great. Someone actually pointed out uh, one time, I can't remember if it was a video or what, that a lot of Western MMOs actually do that and Eastern MMOs don't. Like they actually have more natural movement in Eastern MMOs. I wonder, I don't know why that is. Yeah. So, you know, what's one thing that I noticed when I was watching some Ashes gameplay the other day? Something that I noticed that actually bothers me about it and bothers me about a lot of MMOs, I think, is that like whenever you are like looking around, in like this is what it seems because I haven't gotten my hands on the game right, but like whenever you look around, it's like your character is always facing forward, which is like kind of weird to me because I'm so used to BDO where you can flip your camera around and see the front of your character. It looks almost like you can't do that in Ashes unless the just the guy that I was watching play just wasn't doing it for whatever reason. Even when he was just standing there and he was like looking around at buildings and other characters and stuff, his character was always facing forward. And whatever camera movement he made, it moved his entire character. Ooh, so like if yeah. he if he put his camera like down to the ground, his character kind of like looked down. I was kind of like, ugh. <laughs> uh, huh, uh, uh, I don't know about that one. That's like the one thing that I've noticed that kind of irked me. And again, like that might be something specific to that player. I don't know. I haven't got my hands on the game. But, uh, yeah, that it was kind of weird. Of phasmophobia, when you look up and your character's back basically yeah, breaks. Yes, <laughs> yes. But instead of being first person, imagine it's third person. So it's, like, even more confusing why it's like that. <laughs> yeah. Shit's funny, dude. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Kyle Bradley says, don't worry, Frosty. I agree Marnie Lab would be a great place for Hadoom Arias. Yeah, it would be cool, dude. Both the inside and outside of the lab, like with the chimeras and the monsters on the inside, I think it would be kind of fun. Um, 
Darren says, if a guardian's grab fails, we get CC'd, and the grab is so bad, it's basically a suicide button. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, yeah, I, if it fails, you can get CC'd. I get that. That's true with all of the grabs on every class, um, generally. But, you're, I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't buy that the grab is bad. I mean, you may not like it for exactly what you want, but it's still a pretty good grab. The only thing I can imagine is he's talking about in large scale. Like, yeah, nobody really grabs in large scale, my guy. You just die if you try and grab in, in, a, in a fight in large scale. I really think... I feel like I need to give Amritat... Or I need to... Amritat needs to make a fucking guardian guide. Because, like, these things that every guardian describes, like, just doesn't happen to Amritat. Because he actually took the time to learn it. Instead of, like... I pressed E and I lost. You know? I don't know. Um, Tim says, Frosty would pay one bill for that 100 stack because the enhancement is virtually guaranteed since he's so RNG carried. <laughs> True. Did you hear about his share con piece? Dude, I did get lucky on that. Oh, that was good, dude. That was really helpful for me. Um, it's Pride says, Dope Podcast. Um, the only problem I have with the podcast is every time I listen to it, it seems like Nayashi, but primary, uh, primarily Reslar is much louder than Frosty. I have to turn my speaker up to hear Frosty, but when I do that, my mom asked me why she hears a man yelling in the bathroom with me. She's referring to Reslar when he gets way too excited. It's mainly a me problem, though. Yeah, I can actually explain this a little bit. So, Reslar has a, uh, a fan in the background. Sounds something like this. That goes all the time that it's hard for me to balance his volume with the fan volume. And um, Reslar's mic doesn't pick up as many lows as mine and Reslar's voice, I think, I'd have to see I IRL if we ever meet, is a little bit higher pitched than mine. So it's a little bit more trebly. So if you're I would recommend listening on higher quality speakers and you get a little more volume out of me and a little less out of Reslar. Trebly. But I, like I, I will, I am turning, I turned Reslar down a little bit for this one, so we'll see. Nayashi's not here, so I can't test, but uh, I'll try. Does Reslar use a gate? Uh, probably not. Yes, I do. Do you use a gate? Yeah, I have it set up on voice meter. Oh, do you use a compressor? Uh, no, no compressor, just gate. That's the other thing too, is I actually have a, I have compression on my voice a little bit. So if I do scream or yell or whatever, it's never going to go above whatever volume. So maybe that's also why where Reslar, when he gets really excited because uh, Pearl Abyss released a cool new Pearl Shop item, he gets really loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I tried compression and because of uh, the fans that uh, I've been born with, and you know I'm going to carry with me all throughout my life. <laughs> They're with him it, IRL. Like, you it, hear them when you're in front. It, of them. it really like wonks out the the compression. I almost said progression. <laughs> it uh it it kind of wonks out the uh, compression. So can't really do that from what I remember when I originally downloaded voice meter. But yeah, I have a gate set on voice meter and on um and on uh Discord. I have a gate. So two gates actually, two different gates. Two different gates, three or four different fans. 
Yeah, so I'll, I'll work on, I'll keep working on every time. I'll try to get it a little bit more matched, but part of it is just because of the frequency in his voice versus mine that's coming through. So it kind of like the higher pitch noise cuts through. So even though like when I listen back with headphones, maybe I should listen back on like different headphones to try to see the difference, to see kind of what most people would hear if they're listening, especially if they listen with like Apple headphones or something. Um, yeah. Uh, Ta Tomahomey says, from what I remembered from Heidel Ball, the northern part of Lindsay was supposed to be a snow continent and south of Alta Nova is the high altitude region. And if I remembered correctly, they said um, they're going to release it with the new Dragon 2. I'm not entirely sure, though. Going to rewatch that VOD. And from the lore, by the way, Hashin defends Valencia from evil forces coming from that continent in the north. The land of demons. Interesting. Yep. Uh, Blood Diamond 78 says, I just built my first PC. I left BDO console about a week ago and now I've been playing on PC for about four days. The biggest challenge for me right now is adjusting to the mouse and keyboard. It's discouraging constantly fingering key inputs. I have no keyboard skills at all. I seriously feel like I'm learning my class all over again. If you guys have any tips for adjusting to M slash K, I'd really appreciate it. I'm struggling here. Um, I would play other games as well. So you're not frustrating yourself just in BDO. Just if you're new to PC, download free games that are on like Steam or Riot or whatever and just play other games. And also like, I don't know, if you're actually new, like you don't know how to type that well on PC, then maybe download like one of those typing practice things and practice home row and like where to keep your keys sitting. But I would like play shooters, play like other just casual games for fun to just get you more like muscle memory on mouse and keyboard. Because yeah, once you get used to it, it's it feels so much better than controller. Like it yeah, really it's the ability to be like I remember me and my friend talked about this the other day. The ability to be so much more precise with your like movements on mouse and keyboard is is like incredibly useful compared to a controller. So once you get used to it, you'll uh, you'll find you'll find it a lot better, honestly. Yeah. Um. Hey, Frosty, did you watch Beyond versus Dark? That shit was so sad, man. Yeah. Um, I did watch that. I watched, I, I've been watching all of the Super Tournament. I watch every GSL and Super Tournament. So yes, I, I'm obsessed with all of it. I've seen all, I'm actually on day two of the Super Tournament um, right now. So kind of, I'm catching what up is, a little what bit. Is, but what it's is this really, it's really between me and him. You, you would never understand. Okay. Is this like the Mike Tyson thing? I saw Mike Tyson fought someone. Mike Tyson did fight someone, and that was also very interesting. Um, yeah, the so Beyond vs. Dark. This was a uh, uh, StarCraft two <clears throat> tournament match, but the thing is, is Beyond ah. Beyond has wrist problems, and it was like he was like playing super well in the first two games, and then he kept having to ask for a pause because his wrist was hurting, and then all of a sudden he started playing like shit. Which kind of sucks. Rip. Um, dancing Arthritis, swords. don't let it get you. Dude, like, I, it's crazy. A lot of, like, StarCraft players, I'm sure other games too, but a lot of StarCraft players have, like, wrist problems after they've been playing for years. Kind of sucks. Oh, yeah. If you look at, uh, there's actually quite a few league uh, professionals that, like, wear, like, fucking wrist things to try and help their, uh, their wrists not get fucked. Like wrist wraps. Yeah. 
Dude, yeah, it's sad. Bjorn, the guy Bjorn is really famous for like his micro too, which requires like a lot of quick wrist movement. So it's just eh, kind of sad. Um, Dancing Sword says Bungie was only known for its single player co-op experience Halo, but then made Destiny 1 and 2 and look at them now. A game that's completely different. The reputation of the type of game you make doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the reputation, period. Just the general reputation of the company. Maybe in Korea PA is big over there. That's those are totally fair points. That's that's a a very good point for compared to what or for what we were talking about last week. Um I don't know. We'll see. I maybe in KR. I yeah, they could make a game and change their reputation for sure. But um I don't I don't even you know is the co-op experience in Halo really that much different than like Destiny 1 and 2? That doesn't even feel like as much of a stretch as going from an MMO to a single player campaign. Like those are like I don't think that that yeah. jump is as far in that example. Also, also he, I want to point out the, the fault in this statement. Bungie was only known for its single-player co-op experience, Halo. Wrong. Halo also was very popular because of its multiplayer. In fact, I, I would argue that Halo was probably most popular with Halo 3 whenever the uh, multiplayer was kind of like at its highest at that point in time. So... I mean, yeah, there's an argument to be made, but also I just looked it up because I was curious and uh, Halo 3 made $170 million, whereas Destiny 1 made $325 million. So, I mean, I know not exactly metrics for which to declare success on, but it's not like Destiny was a fucking flop. Destiny 2 arguably could be considered a flop because it was just Destiny 1 repackaged. But, uh, yeah, Destiny, the first Destiny was actually extremely successful, despite what a lot of uh, people like to think. Yeah, it, it's, I'm not saying it's an impossibility, by the way, Dancing Swords. Like, if they make a, cam a single-player campaign-style game that's not multiplayer at all, and it's really story-driven, and they do a good job with it, I could see it. I'm just saying, if I had to bet money on it, there's a lot of factors that would lean me towards betting that it's not going to be that good just because we've seen their AI so far and we've seen their storytelling so far and people don't seem that into it. That's all I mean. Um, yeah. Moist Meatloaf says, something I'm surprised was not mentioned during the Crimson Desert segment is what if they voice acted the existing story and added some skippable cutscenes? Some more skippable cutscenes. Yeah, if it's voice acted, which it looks like it wasn't in the Crimson Desert like demo, was there any voice in there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there was. Yeah, so with voice acting, which it seems like they're getting more you, and more wait, into... Wait, 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 the trailer, you mean? Yeah, like they're, when they did their yeah. like teaser trailer way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it was, all, it was entirely voice acted, yeah. if I remember correctly. So if the story all has voice acting, it'll definitely help people a lot. Because, like, BDO didn't have that, and they're, like, slowly adding it more and more. And it does help if you just want to hear what's going on. Because a lot of people really don't want to read a bunch of text. Just how it is these days. Um, yeah, but that could help. I mean, again, it, it, it could be great. Who, I don't know. We'll see. Um, try connect says next year, December seems like a reasonable goal for you guys and new intro. Just try avoiding production slip off. <laughs> yeah. Localization, man. Yeah. Look, we're trying Take to localize, localize our shit. Cause you know, I have these, uh, all of our songs for the intro are in Korean. 
So we're trying to get them translated for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you know, Frosty's moving, so he's got to localize it from Los Angeles to uh, Palm, 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 Palm Wood, Palmdale. Dude, I. Palmdale. So here's here's a really one of the things I'm super excited about when it comes to this move. Um, we are going to have fiber, which I'm kind of hyped about. Fiber internet, yeah. that is. Wait, you don't, wait, you can't get fiber internet in LA? I mean, in parts of LA you can, but not where I live. And the oh. cool thing about oh. it is that there's two competing companies. I can either get cable or fiber with AT&T or um, Spectrum. So if one of the companies is a piece of shit to me, I can swap to the other. Whereas like right now, I literally can only use Spectrum. So if my service sucks and I complain a lot, there's really nothing I can do. They don't have to really fix it because I don't have any other options, you know? Yeah. So I I'm excited for that. We'll see, we'll see what happens. At least I have the options and I can, you know, threaten to leave anytime I want. So you wanna know what, what's super frustrating talking mm. about fiber? What? So in in my county, there's literally no fiber like whatsoever. Like it, it's just non existent in my county. It's not even that existent in the big city next to me, in like the next door county. Uh it's like a pretty big city. But if you go up north in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, there they have fiber internet. Like literally in these towns with like I'm not I'm not even fucking exaggerating like less than ten thousand people they have fiber internet and I'm just like why <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand yeah it's kind of it can be rough dude it's rough out here <clears throat> um and that's it man that's it for the comments we're done thank you guys so much for commenting um. It's, we always read them on the air. So if you, if you have something to say, say it in there. I, anytime I disagree with you or argue with you, it's not anything personal. I'm not trying to be a dick. I just, I'm super argumentative. It's how I was raised. It was, I apologize. All right. I, I don't always think that I'm right. I know that what I'm sharing is my opinion and my opinions are never wrong. Kidding. So we're planning on watching the... Are we going to watch both of those things on stream together? Yeah, probably, right? If we can get the time for the Crimson Desert announcement. Yeah, Reslar and I plan on a, a, to watch those live. The Crimson Desert announcement on the 10th and the uh, Calpheon Banquet on the 12th. I don't we know can when... Maybe see if we can drag Nayashi to it as well. Yeah, we'll try to drag Nayashi. Maybe we'll have someone hang out with us during it that actually cares. Maybe that's what we could bring Bear on for, you know, for new Dude, stuff. Dude, yeah. Yeah, Bear would be fun to have with that, with that shit. Um, also, uh, in two weeks, December 20th, make sure you come hang out with us live during the two-year anniversary episode. We'll try to plan something. I'm going to talk with Rezar over the next few days, try to make it a yeah. little bit more special. So um, yeah. we'll see. We'll come I have up an with idea. Something. Okay, Rezar has an idea. You're not. You're probably not gonna like it. He has an idea that he expects people are not gonna like. So this should be exciting. <laughs> no, I think I think the audience is gonna like it. I think you're not gonna like it. I think I'm not gonna like it, but I think it would be cool. Uh, 
I kind of want to keep my clothes on because the last anniversary, the whole <laughs> thing made me so uncomfortable. What did, did we even do anything? Yeah, for the so if for people that don't remember, what we did for the last anniversary is Reslar and I had a live episode where we were in person with no clothes, but we didn't use a cam. Oh, that oh, you're right. That was the first time we live streamed it, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't remember what. No, I'm kidding. No, I, I think you're right. I think that was the first time we live streamed it. That was the first time we live streamed the podcast, I think. I don't remember. No, almost, I, I doubt it. Did I, we? No, I'm pretty confident it was. Hmm. I'm trying to find... Was it a community night thing? I think so. I don't remember. Hold on. What episode? What is this? What date is this? October. So it'd be it would be later than this. So like maybe this one. What's this? No, that's too far. This one. Close. Closing in on it. This one. No. The next one. He's doing. One. He's doing research. Here we go. Is it possible Reslar doesn't actually have any fans where he lives? It's just he always does the podcast out of an airplane hangar and the airplane's about to take off. That would be an interesting... Uh... I don't think so. I think. No, I don't know. I, I think it was, but I can't figure it out. I'll 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 look it up later. Anyways, yeah, we're gonna do something special for the uh the two year anniversary. Yeah, save save the dates. The tenth, the twelfth, the twentieth. Important dates for us here on the value pack. We hope you guys are there with us. It'll be fucking awesome. We'll make yeah. it fun. And what yeah. one at least two of those will be drinking. Maybe three. God, my liver. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, oh, did it, was that what it was? We did a tournament, right? We did, we did do the tournament. Maybe. Yeah, we did do the tournament. Yeah, I don't remember, dude. It's been a fucking, it's gone by so quick. It really has, honestly. Anyway, um, that is all you want to, yeah. to close us out, Res. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. Thanks everybody for hanging out in the stream. Um, shout out to Nayashi. Hopefully, you're having fun on your vacation or honeymoon whatever you're doing i don't remember because you didn't tell us you just kind of shot us a picture from somewhere saying you were in mexico uh yeah thanks uh everybody who supports us on patreon thanks everybody that supports our individual streams um make sure you, sh you save those dates don't shave them save those dates um we're gonna be doing live streams uh you'll check it out on uh frosty stream make sure you following you're following him uh, I might stream it. Probably won't. Probably just watch Frosties. And uh, <laughs> yeah. he just got done telling me about the internet. He can't stream and watch a stream at the same time. That's the thing. It makes it tough. Yeah, dude. You know what? I just you know what I was thinking about whenever you said you got partner. I can finally watch your stream because I won't be forced to watch it in the quality yeah. that you uploaded in. That's I one can of the pick my perks. quality. Dude, I also yeah. found I out can, that I can actually watch it in 180p like I have to. <laughs> I also found out that there's a listen-only mode that's enabled now, too. Which I, I find right, a anyways. lot of people actually do that. Anyways, yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, we're getting off track. Y'all have a good one. We'll catch you next week. Peace.